Let's go suck some toes. everybody to episode 68 we are one away from what is going to be the greatest episode of all time of the pilsner podcast my name is tim that is short for tames i am joined here by young corwin jensen and old ass adam what's up guys hey it's been a while (laughs) yeah you know we did our holiday break we get one too right Shit happens. The hell happened last week? I forget. I was still hungover from Black Wednesday. (laughs) Thanks for everyone for downloading, too. That was cool. It was a fun episode. That was a fun episode. I got lots of feedback. My favorite was from your son. Oh, my God. I love that you played the Debbie Gibson Shake Your Love. (laughs) I'm like, it's so funny because I was like, yeah, great. That was classic. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that's right. I did, didn't I? Yeah, and then we had Thanksgiving dinner together. Yeah, the next day. And you what? mentioned a certain Twitter account that had us both kind of like <laughs> backpedaling as your mother was like, what's that, Tim? <laughs> Fucker. So were you guys pretty slow then the next day? Um, I mean, I just didn't drink. I was okay. I yeah. put a good act on. I was okay. I was fine. Yeah. No, I wasn't fine. I'm not going to be a little tough guy. I was definitely hungover. I just didn't drink. Well, my wife was, too. She, like, faked fine. it. She had wine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Chrissy. <laughs> well, your mom poured her that glass of wine, and she poured her, like, half the bottle in the first glass. Oh, I did not. I wasn't there for that. And then she nursed that entire glass yeah. the entire time we were there. I would have gone to the bathroom and dumped it, half of it, like... <laughs> Yeah, Black Wednesday was so much fun, though. That was such a fun night. <laughs> That's right. That was a fun night. It seems like forever ago, though. Right. Well, <clears throat> that's what happens when you don't do a show. I'm starting to get sick, I think. Oh, no. Great. Oh. Now we're all going to get your home. Well, you're not, we're not sharing a microphone. <laughs> this isn't Pilsner Podcast circa 2017. <laughs> okay? <laughs> or we're not in Adam's store, like, huddled, huddled, <laughs> I can't even talk tonight, huddled over my phone. Right. Taking turns. We're getting a bunch of DMs right now. I think we're getting an offer uh, for a listener to bring us up some beer. Oh, yeah? I think. I don't know. I'm going to read it later. Let's mention him. Um, That would be young Jason Jacoby. I don't think he's young, is he? Well, he's older than me, but everybody's older than me. Yeah, you're the young guy here. (laughs) Just a pup. I came up with an idea today. What's that? I got about roughly 10 months, 9 months of being in my 20s left. I think I'm going to go on full debauchery mode as far as food intake goes for the next year, the next 9 or 10 months, and then I'm just going to clean it up in my adulthood when I hit... What do you weigh right now? I don't get on the scale. (laughs) Okay, we weighed ourselves on the show here like a month ago. I'm not doing that again. But what were you like? Were you, or, I didn't get on the scale that night. Oh, you didn't? No. <laughs> I, I weigh myself in belt loops connections, and there's not many If left. you had to take a guess, <laughs> what would you guess you're at? 270. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was going to say 250. No. But um, I was going to say, so do you think that by 
your 30th birthday, do you think you can hit 300 pounds? Easily, but I don't, I'm not going to make it a go, goal. Go for it. I think what I'm going to do is, and when I say I'm going to clean it up, that's, I'm going to be realistic about it. When I hit 30, I'm going to clean up how I eat. I'm not going to start exercising because God knows, like, I have no motivation. Right. I'm just going to, like, maybe eat one sandwich at lunch instead of two. Start slowing it down. So my wife went to the grocery store yesterday, and so so she's been home now during the days for, like, the last two weeks or whatever since she lost her job. Uh, she wasn't fired because she was a terrible worker or was other things. Anyway. <laughs> she's, she's just drunk all the time. Yeah. That's not it either. <laughs> Downsizing of corporate America sucks. Anyway, uh, so she went grocery shopping yesterday, and she brought home apples, oranges, like somewhat healthy stuff. because that is healthy, not somewhat. Because she saw me the day before eating Doritos and dipping them in sour cream. <laughs> Dude, I, I eat like a double pack of zebra cakes for breakfast every day before I go to work. <laughs> That's something I wouldn't be doing anymore. <laughs> but but she made sure to specifically tell me that the day that or the reason she brought home the fruit was because I'm 40 and she doesn't need me to have a heart attack because I'm dipping Doritos in sour cream at 9:30 in the morning. I'm going to say this too. Tumors run in my family. So if I find out at, like, 35 that I got a brain tumor, diet's off. Right. Oh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. I'm enjoying my last couple years. <laughs> oh, man. I was listening to um, Jim Gaffigan's newest record, Noble Ape, and he the first, like, 20 minutes is about him. Uh, his wife had a brain tumor removed. Right. And he brought up the funniest thing. He goes, it was a pear-shaped size. And they all the doctors use fruit to describe the size of your tumor and he's like you ever notice that there's grapefruit and there's grape like i'm like oh yeah (laughs) because he's like you could be in a doctor's office you could just be like we we discovered a tumor it is the size of a grape oh that's great I wasn't finished. <laughs> Grapefruit. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> that is true, though. When I had mine, it was, uh, they said it was a potato. Potato. You had potato. a potato up there? Yeah. How wow. did the, I mean, you don't look any thinner. Well, thanks. <laughs> you, should, you should see pictures of me, pri- like, in the year prior to me having the surgery, so. You don't, like, have a divot or anything. Well, like my that. face is a little lopsided now, but it happens. <laughs> what did you think, like, when you first initially found it yourself? Did you think, like, oh, it could be a zit? Did you try squeezing it out? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how it works. It was on your face, though. No, it wasn't no, on my it, face. I it was, like, right here. It was, like, in the, it was, your jawline. Oh no, it was back in the base of my skull. Oh. That's just the scar here is where they went after it. Got it. Yeah, like it, it was like you could see like swelling like or all my carotid artery, like I looked puffy in the face, but it wasn't like here's this big zit. It was <laughs> <laughs> What's this? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Tim. I wonder if anyone's tried to, like, if they had a, like, seriously had a tuber in their cheek growing, and they're like, I could get this sucker. Where's well, Dr. Pimple Popper? I, I, like, not more than a minute ago, I said that they said told me it was the size of a potato. You really think that I would have the zit the size of a potato on the side of my face before I would, I've like, had zits. I should get that looked at. I've had zits on my back 
that were bigger than like a giant seedless purple grape. <laughs> that I'm like, I'm gonna need some help here. I can't say I've ever had that problem. It's where you gotta like crack it open first with a knife. No. <laughs> and then you gotta get somebody like to just double fist it. Not thumb, like actual like they're like using their hands, like the size of the sides of their hands to squeeze it out. You've never had that? No! Oh, that happens to me like not once. That happens to me like once a year. I have never had to have somebody use both hands to pop a zit. That I mean, I get them still now, like once a year, but I don't have anyone that'll do it for me anymore. Um, But so who did it before? I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, Your mom? (laughs) (laughs) No, but occasionally when you get them on your butt, that is the worst. You have hygiene problems. Dude, I shower twice a day. I am fine. I brush my teeth three times a day. I am not a smelly person. I, I didn't got, say you're a smelly person. I just got gross skin, I guess. I guess. You got bad pores. Must be. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Tequila. This has been episode six. Yes. I don't think we can top that tonight. No. Show's over. <laughs> For good. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. What, what, I, what I, else do we talk about? I now? got nothing. <laughs> um, my um, gutters from laughing so hard. You know, are you better name this episode Tim Zitz. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, but when somebody's doing that, though, like if I get somebody behind me to just squeeze it. I always tell him to just take the flower by the thorns. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I can just imagine. (laughs) You know, and the first time I got it, I was like, guys, I guess I'm going to be the test tube. <laughs> well, if you have multiple of them, you can uh, feed two birds with one scone. And just, yeah, double smash them out at once. Yeah, that's a good one. Guys, I feel like we're feeding a fed horse here. <laughs> Come on, there's one left. <laughs> Well, at least you're able to get back to work so you can bring home the bagels. <laughs> That's true. Never once, never once have I uh, um, have I lost time at work because of a giant pimple size. <laughs> right. <laughs> good Lord. What do you think of this beer? It's good. It's not beer. I mean... It's unless, pineapple. It's, it doesn't taste like beer. At not the, at all. It know. tastes like you're drinking uh, juice or... Yeah. If you really like pineapple, you're going to love this beer, for sure. So this is Pineapple Sherbert uh, from Untitled Art. Um, They don't have much of a can read. They have fantastic design, but they don't... uh, Another beautiful can, don't you think? For sure. Yeah. I agree. And even when you drink this beer, what I've noticed, like, after you drink it and you lick your lips... You can still, like, taste the pineapple juiciness on your lips. It's like, oh, man. It actually... It's so robust. It, do, it is a little, like, painful, even. That, that's, like, real pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I've said pineapple is my favorite fruit. Um, oh, you said lime was your favorite fruit. Oh, both. Okay. It's a tie. Um, this includes lactose, but it is not a milkshake. They call it a sherbet. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, 4.5 ABV. So what's the difference between sherbet and, and ice cream? I think it's just sugar and no dairy. I was going to say, I don't think sherbet has dairy in it, but this is made with lactose. People who are lactose intolerant, right? I don't know. Well, sherbet is like, like, I've never seen like chocolate sherbet. It's always like... Yeah, lime and orange rainbow. Alabama. I'll look it up. You're going to Google it? All right. Difference... I know I had a I type in all I did was typed in difference and predictive text on Google. What do you think came up as the top thing? What was the first word you Difference. Didn't even get between. All I got was difference. And the first thing to come up And this is your phone? Size? <laughs> difference between sandwich and burger. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever that Googled that. Phone. That is his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this beer a 3.5 myself. I gave it a 4. I'm giving it a 4 too. 4.2? 4. A 4. <clears throat> okay, so here we go. Here's our breakdown. Sorbet is fruit and water. Sherbet is like a middle of the road between ice cream and sorbet. So sherbet has is made with water and fruit, but has a little bit of dairy added to it, oh. but not as much. But ice cream doesn't have water; it's just milk and or just dairy yeah. and flavoring. So it's a mixture of the two. Okay. Interesting. Something that I never knew until now. Yeah. And something we all needed to know. Right. That's important shit to know. Hey, while we still have listeners, I'm sure people turn it off. I want to quick get it out there that, uh, sorry guys, I'm doing stand-up on December 15th at the What's Up Lounge in Mankato, Minnesota. 8.30 p.m., $5 at the door. No tickets. Can't wait. I'm going to try to get there. There's, um, two dudes that are headlining for me, um, I don't know. I don't remember who they are. I've seen them before, but I forget their names. Two white guys. So they're they're local too. No. No. Okay. They're bigger deals than me. All right. But I'm letting them headline for Dane me. Dane Cook. Jeff Foxworthy. Oh. No. Bill Engvall. No, he's at Mystic. Larry the Cable Guy. Do you think he's gonna switch to like Larry, Larry the um, cord cutter guy, <laughs> Larry the da- satellite dish guy? Thanks, Clay. Oh, my head's so big I can't even do it. <laughs> is it. Is it Sam Kelton? He's dead. We'll is cross it? him off then. <laughs> So yeah, come out. It's you know you're gonna hear hilarious riffs like that. Yeah, that you just heard. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. To I'll be, be drinking at Locale before that, and then I'm splitting because it's I gotta get home so I can see SNO Christmas. So what is this brewery's name? Locale. Yeah. Yeah. Local. Just Only it's ale. So they, I got gotcha. you. Capital A. Um, 
one of the dudes who owns it, um, him and his, it's a husband and wife team that own it. I believe he worked at Starkeller. Okay. For a number of years, like, in the process of making it, not the bartender, but yeah. Right. Interesting. Um, did you guys see that the XFL announced their cities this week? No. Sorry, Tim, what? What did you say? Same thing you did. (laughs) Uh... So the XFL announced yesterday, announced the cities. How many cities? Eight. All right. Um, oh, Alliance American Football, whatever it's called, also has eight. Right. They're, that's prime for a, a league. Uh, a, a juncture at some point? <laughs> yeah, like an AFL, NFL. Right. And what about the Freedom Freedom Football? I was just going to bring that up today, too. The new one that's announced is the Freedom I, Football League. I haven't heard a thing about this. That is, like, all the... Like it's like former Rick, players. It's a bunch of former players. Ricky Williams. I got a story saved on it. Yeah. It's after legitimately I, former professional NFL players. Former yes. NFL players. That'll be good. Just like the NBA's three on three legends league or whatever they call that. Well, no, this is put together by former players. Oh. I don't think it's former players playing. I was gonna say it has to be flag football if it's former players playing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the eight cities for the XFL will be my Tim's internet is slow. Get on network then, or I mean cell network. Uh, Washington D.C. Washington. New York City. New York City. Los Angeles. Houston. These nuts. St. Louis. Seattle. <laughs> Saint Dallas. Louis. Tampa Bay. So they're going to cities that all already have NFL teams. St. Louis? What about With the exception of St. Louis, I guess. What about the Vikings, the Minnesota team? New York doesn't have a football team. Um, the other thing I was disappointed in is that I thought I'd steam that Minnesota was getting one. Yeah. At Alliance Field at where the United play. Yeah. Uh, because they, like, a day before this, because everyone knew that, like, Thursday at, or Wednesday at noon... XFL was going to have a press conference to announce their teams. So Alliance Field took advantage of that and sent out a tweet on like Sunday or Monday saying, Wednesday at noon, we've got huge American football-related news coming to Alliance Field. So it was kind of like Vince is announcing his teams at that time, so everyone kind of thought we were getting an XFL team. Turns out that the Johnnies and Tommies are going to play a football, ga- a Division Three football game there. What? <laughs> 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 Go Tommies! I'd rather have a XFL team. No, we want the other league. The, the other league, league, I feel like no, the the, uh, the one that you brought up. Yeah, the, I think that one's going to be successful. So T.O. and Ricky Williams are among founding owners of the Freedom Football League. Uh, it sounds about as fun as uh, Soldier Boy's video game console. <laughs> Did you see that piece of shit? <laughs> He's got all those knockoff like electronics, and it's all Soldier Boy brand, like the things you buy on eBay from China. <laughs> <laughs> what did you comment again on that? Oh, on Twitter? Did oh. you? I might have. I, yeah, I think you did it. I I'd just laughed. Made a I lot saw. of comments today. <laughs> Did you see the one with the kayaker? 
what? The kayaker. Yeah, what was up with that? Yeah, look at this beautiful photo or video. You guys need to just take some time out of your day and watch this. I'm like, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, nothing <laughs> happened. No, it's just a just a kayaker and a pretty water. That's it. <laughs> you didn't flip that over. Was it? You didn't flip over or anything. I thought I was like trying to look in the background. Then after that, mm-hmm. seeing if there's something something was going on, and that nope. was it. It was like one of those spam bot accounts that's just like. Ugh. Nature scenes. So here's the information on the Freedom League. Uh, the Freedom League is going to be spearheaded uh, by a group of former players. Uh, the owners include, or there's 100 investors, 50 of them being former players. Uh, the former players include Ricky Williams, Jeff Garcia, Dexter Jackson, Simeon Rice, uh, Terrell Owens. Um, they're going to have 10 teams, and it's going to be a spring league. So they're gonna basically going to go head-to-head with the XFL and the AFL. Um, this is ridiculous. Right. Uh, the, the league's too ultimate... too too fast. Nothing's happened yet. Right. right. The league's ultimate goal appears to be to allow people to play football who are out of, out of the NFL or even looking to get back into it. The league is going to be funded privately and publicly. Um, and as you said... It, uh, very similar to the big three that Ice Cube has for the NBA. Uh, it sounds like this is actually going to be a seven-on-seven league. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. That's not so bad, then. D- does it have the Townsend? It Warriors? doesn't, no. Mine does. What? Oh, it yeah. does? Yep. Uh, the San Diego Warriors, Oklahoma. Oklahoma City Power, Portland Progress, Texas Revolution. The Portland Progress? Yeah. What's their mascot? Ohio players, Florida Strong, uh, Rosie the Riveter, Birmingham Kings, like Prince Albert maybe, <laughs> St. Louis Independence, Connecticut Underground, and Oakland Panthers. Cool, I'm an underground. I can't. With the chance of eventual expansion. No. <laughs> That's going to come and go in two to three years at the very most. Probably won't make it to season two. Yeah, I would be willing to bet that. It's going to be to the point where we're getting so many football leagues that people are going to start referring to them like they do with TV shows and like, we need to cancel this league. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't believe that league got renewed. <laughs> I think if if the XFL or the... Is the other one... Is it the I AF- don't know how to... I can never remember it because I know it's not the AFL. It's like Alliance of American Football. A, it's the AAF or something like that, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. The yep. Eversol one. yeah. Which is interesting because Ebersol was involved. Ebersol's dad was involved with the original XFL. Yep. And I think you're right. I think it's prime for a unification down the road. That and the XFL, not right. the third party one. Yeah, right. I think that if you get, it all depends on who gets on TV. Because right now, that new league that's starting this year, it's starting in 2019, February of 2019. Right. Um, the XFL starting in 2020. If this league can get off the ground with TV, which right now it doesn't have a confirmed TV deal with anybody outside of week one will be on CBS. Okay. And there's going to be both games. Uh, there's going to be eight teams, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. So you get to watch all of it if you want to on CBS. After that, there's no like confirmed deals. I've got a theory that Vince McMahon has a TV deal for his. Uh, Even if he doesn't, he's got his own network. That subscriber yes. thing, that Netflix for WWE. But they've been pretty adamant that it's 
going to be a separate. Oh. You know, in the original XFL, there was a lot of crossover. They were having gimmicks, gimmicks, and they were having announcers from yes. WWE call the games. Lawler or whatever. Uh, well, it was like J- Jim Ross or whatever. Yeah, that's. Um, they they've been pretty adamant that this is two completely separate entities, and it looks to me, it looks to be that Vince himself is going to be focusing more on the football and less on the WWE product, but. Uh, WWE just renewed their contract with the USA Network for an outrageous amount of, I want to say, you know, like a billion dollars or something like that. And they also signed their secondary show, SmackDown, to a billion-dollar contract with Fox. Yeah, when does that start? Uh, Next fall. Okay. Part of me thinks that there's something worked out there that one of the Fox networks, whether it's FX, FXX, or Fox Sports, one of them is going to potentially, or any of the NBC Universal right. stuff is going to be carrying the XFL. The amount of money into them deals, and believe it or not, I mean, they're paying that sort of money for, for pro wrestling because people are watching it and they want it. So to make it enticing, Vince probably worked in that, hey, you're going to carry my XFL or we're going to, or he's at least already got those connections to open up the the chain of communication to get that worked out. I feel out. like there isn't a ton of crossover though with the hardcore professional wrestling and the regular professional football fan though. Like the fans that are just like obsessed with wrestling, I don't think there's a lot of crossover of them like being super into football. So to them for a second it's going to feel cool, but then they're like, "Oh, this is just regular football. I'm bored." But I'm talking more about just getting the TV deals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I think that... There's I mean, not going to be that... You're not going to be watching it. Like, there's going to be no ratings. There's not going to be that... I'm coming over from the... The wrestling market isn't going to come over to this. Right. No, but I think... I, th- <laughs> I think it's got just as good a chance of... It, whichever one of these, if any of them succeed, is going to need a TV deal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's, and that's they're going to need people it. to watch it, whether it's football fans or wrestling fans. I don't know if they're definite if they're planning on pulling wrestling fans into watch. I think they're. I think what Vince's plan is specifically is to shoot for the people that have turned away from the NFL because of all the political. That's yes. why I also don't yeah. think things this is going on work because the NFL is still crushing it. Well, for sure. This yeah. whole like like they're trying to paint it. You know, like, nobody's watching football anymore. That's not true. Like, football is still king. Oh, for sure. F- NFL is still yeah. dominating. They met, might have lost 0.5% of their viewers but because of the people who took a stand. Right, but if you can get 0.5% of what were people that was watching the NFL, yeah, that's a pretty solid number to be watching. And then if you bring in people that are still watching the NFL, you know, you're not getting one or the other. You're trying to get all them demographics. Nationally, it's something like 21, 22 million for Sunday night football right? Mon- Monday night yep. football, too. Right. Um, but, you know, you, you got those guys that just like football, so they're – there's a football game on, they're going to be watching it. Yeah. You, you always have that mark. I mean, Corey, you you might be, like, the right person to ask here. You're obviously a big football fan, and you're a big wrestling fan. Do you have any interest in the XFL? 
I don't either. <laughs> I, I, I have a curiosity about it. Yeah. But I would say that the football fan in me is more drawn to it than the wrestling fan. Right. You know, I don't think, I don't look at, I mean, Vince McMahon owns it, but other than that, it's not like it's going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson out it, there playing it'll be quarterback. Regular football, right? But lower quality than professional football that we're used to. It's going to be. I think it's going to be like have, college. Do you, have, do you ever watch arena football? Occasionally, yes. it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And if they can do this right to make it entertaining, people will watch it, especially in the summertime. Mm-hmm. People, you know, well, people, spring, right? Spring. It'll have to be a short. It's season. in the spring, um, but. I love baseball, but let's be honest. Most people aren't watching baseball anymore. But on a Sunday afternoon in May, and you can turn on a football game, would you? I think so. Probably, yeah. I, I could see myself throwing it on the laptop and sitting on the patio. And, and here's another thing that I'm, I'm throwing out purely out of curiosity. What accounts for ratings? If every Buffalo Wild Wings across the country – and every other sports bar across the country just throws this stuff up on the TV. Does that account for ratings? That I think it does because they have. To, there's something to do with they have to. Um, you have to pay a fee to right. show to show that based on capacity of your venue. Right. So I think that I gotta think. I'm just guessing here, but wouldn't you think that like okay, well the bar is playing it. That bar holds a thousand people. That's a thousand people that are watching this. Right. Or do you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. So I think, I Is think that how Nielsen does it, right? Yeah. Um, because for instance, I mean, the brewery that I was at Monday night had half a dozen to a dozen TVs, and they had everything from Monday Night Raw to various football games, and then CNN on one for the George Bush stuff. But I mean. Nobody, you know, there was 10 people in there for 12 TVs, and half of them weren't being watched, but because it was a sports bar, quote-unquote. And you were in Kansas, right? Yeah. Okay, and you said it was a brewery? Yes. Okay, isn't that kind of funny? Like, up here, I'm starting to think about it. There aren't TVs and breweries around here, are there? Well, and I was going to talk about this a little bit when we sampled the beer from there, but it's, this beer, or this brewery reminded me more of a... Like a Granite City brewery. Okay. Not necessarily... It had food, and it was a family-friendly place. Yeah. It wasn't just a, let's drink, it's a bring your kids with... Yeah, I mean, I didn't see any kids in there, but it was... Booth seating, probably. Booth seating. It was more... To me, it seemed more sports bar than brewery. Okay. I've actually... I've been to Granite City. I don't think I've had a Granite City beer, though. Do they make it there? Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. It's been, like... 15 years. It's, yeah, it's been like five, six years since I've been to one, I too. I wasn't but even of drinking age yet, but now that I think of it, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I mean, as soon as, so that's why, I, and we'll talk about it more when we when we get to the beer, but I was surprised when I walked in and saw the atmosphere, and I kind of thought, uh Like, Granite City is the first thing that came to my mind, so I wasn't expecting good beer, and I was actually very surprised by their beer list. They had uh, multiple Brutes. Which, I mean, obviously we're not huge fans of those, but I thought the fact that they're doing them... Because they're popular right now. They're popular. They had the hazy, you know, so I was pleasantly surprised by the beer list uh, from my expectations of walking in the door. But really, it was like, 
you know, I would say the atmosphere of the motif of a famous Dave's. Okay. Like the log cabin y yep. kind of interior. It was definitely like an, it was in the downtown area of Wichita. So it was like, it was a very old building, you know, probably from the old West sort of building. So it had kind of that motif on the inside and then booths, you know, so it was kind of like, it was like an Applebee's threw up inside of a Dickie's barbecue. I'm going to go over Applebee's tonight. With a, and then with a beer list, you know, but it was a brewery. So. I got, yep. I'm excited to get to Applebee's. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a chain. Oh, or, you man. know, if there's multiple locations right. here, I wouldn't be right. surprised. But it was the only brewery open that was, like, within a decent distance of my hotel, so. Okay. I got to pee. You got to keep talking. Monday nights apparently are a terrible night for <laughs> hitting breweries in Wichita. Because <laughs> Wichita just doesn't seem, you know. Well, they So when I Googled it, they actually had a pretty fair amount of breweries and some that actually looked pretty cool. But, okay. like I said, this was the... Only one that was open within, you know, a decent, yeah. a decent Uber ride, you know. Right, so, town. right. I mean, this one was like a mile away. So, yeah. Wichita's is not like Sam or you know, go across town. Yeah. Uh, have you ever <laughs> been to Wichita? Uh, uh, do they drive through it or drive by it? Shoot. No, no. I think we stayed uh, stayed a night there once. I've never. I had never been. Um, it seemed like a decent town. Uh, you know, seemed very uh, almost like Omaha-like mm-hmm. as far as lots of banking business and, and things like that. Um, I don't even couldn't even tell you what the size of it was, but seemed like a... Pretty sure we stayed a night there. Just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was a nice drive down there on Sunday after the snowstorm that we had on Saturday night. You talking about Wichita? Wichita. I was thinking of the TV show Love. Have Have you seen that? No. Um, but yes, the, 35 does go by there, Adam. Yeah. One of the main characters on the TV show Love works on a fake, like, WB-style show, um, like Charmed, mm-hmm. called Wichita. Nice. <laughs> they got a college there. I, I like their college team. The Shockers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, now. <laughs> I brought that up to the Uber driver. <laughs> and, and she's like, yes. Everybody knows our basketball team. <laughs> oh, and then they've probably been around since like the 1800s. Right. <laughs> like, but they made a Final Four run like a couple years ago. Yeah. Two, three years ago? Yeah. Hey, did you hear about the Oreo run? Yes. Oh, my God. Did you? No. What? Okay, get the exact details, but so it was a football team, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Get into it. So the rock, this happened in. Well, now this article doesn't say the town. Oh, Byron High School in Northern Illinois. Uh, 
Ten football players were recently reprimanded and suspended for the final three games of the season <laughs> after... You did hear about this. <laughs> Go on, Corey. We're not going to leave our audience. Um, after the players confessed to taking part in what they called the Naked Oreo Run, uh, which involves <laughs> taking Oreo cookies... Wedging them between your butt kerch- butt cheeks, and then running across the football field. Were you going to try to say creeks? Like I a combination say, of crack and cheeks. That's what. That's <laughs> what was. Butt creeks. Yes. Um, Set it down. Set it down. The, okay. <laughs> the activity took place on October sixth, twenty sixth, and on November eighth, the punishment was handed down to the parties. Um, one of those games which the players missed was the state championship game. Oh, really? Which they ended up losing. So I give them credit for playing through the state tournament, missing 10 players, and being good enough to still make the state championship game. Right. So either this team was stacked to begin with, or this was like the... 10 worst players on the team that didn't get any playing time to begin with. The hazed ones. Right. And now they say it wasn't hazing and that these kids did it willingly, but let's be honest. Yeah. It was probably hazing. If they were still good enough to make the state championship game, they weren't missing them kids. Right. You know, you're not making Isaac Fink do the Oreo run (laughs) across Sticker Field. I'm not going to contribute to this anymore. <laughs> you didn't like that? I'm just saying, you're not going to make your, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you're not going to make one of your best players do this. No, he, you don't want to make your best player be the test tube. <laughs> the test tube. <laughs> you love them PETA-approved sayings, don't you? <sighs> we gave it away. I was oh. going to keep doing it throughout the night. Okay, now that you brought it up, <clears throat> where, okay, they changed all these sayings. Peter did. What's their, what's their change to, uh, I'm going to go choke my chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I think they would just say, feed the chicken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Same motion. <laughs> Here you go, girl. <laughs> But they're not opposed to you, like, overfeeding a horse because... Feed a fed horse. Yeah. That seems like cruel and unusual punishment. Make uh, lots of racket. Yeah, that's what all those weird... Okay, let's just quick... <clears throat> while you guys are taking sips and stuff instead of tequila, let's do this. Um, uh, the... Here we go. So PETA and... They're sick of you, you know, using animals in a negative term for stuff. So they want you to change how you speak, basically. Common phrases. Instead of saying, kill two birds with one stone, say, feed two birds with one scone. Which I actually have been saying. Instead of, be the guinea pig, you could be the test tube. (laughs) It's dumb as fuck. Instead of, beat a dead horse, you can feed a fed horse. Which is pretty bad, though. Don't Instead let of overfeed a horse, so. right? Instead of bring home the bacon, bring home the bagels. 
Did you say bagels? Yeah. Instead of... How do you say bagel? Is it bagel or bagel? I just don't think about it. And whatever comes out, comes out. And then it, bagels? I got one left, guys. I actually had a bagel this morning. You know what? Instead of saying take the bull by the horns, Adam, why don't you say take the flower by the thorns? I'm getting sick of you. Like when you come over here talking about your bulls. You're abusing them. Stop taking them by the horns. Crab flowers by the thorns. My bulls don't have horns. <laughs> what about your bulls? <laughs> So what do you guys all think of that? What are we drinking here? It's good humor. No. The oh, <laughs> that? Um, they're serious. That's why it's so popular. I know. I know. They're serious, but I'm like, it's hard to. Dude, I'm just. It's hard I'm going to start using to, them. It's hard to take them serious. I I'm, know. It's like, where do you draw the line with like things we can and can't say? But yeah. this one is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I am going to start saying it. I just need to remember them. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Speaking of like things that you shouldn't say anymore, what do you guys... I mean, Don't be gay, Corey. Well, what do you think of like the, the Cleveland radio station that is not going to play the song Baby It's Cold Outside anymore because listeners complained about the lyrics. Okay. Um, and then people complaining about... The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like, stop animation, like the original one from, like, the 60s. The claymation one, yeah. Being sexist and, like, are outraged about it. Have you heard these stories? Yeah. What's your guys' thoughts on that? And just ignore it. It'll go away. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come up every couple years. Yeah. I just don't. I don't have thoughts. That's on the record. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have thoughts. Okay. On the record? No, I don't. It's like, why? Why get into it? Why waste your breath? Sometimes I do because it's fun, like on Twitter with random people. Right. But now. I'll be at the What's Up Lounge at 8.30 <laughs> p.m. on Saturday hey, night. Let's talk some. The 15th. I got a couple local crime stories that I'd like to run past you guys. How local? Um, well, let me tell you the headline of this one. Don't shoot me. I'm not black. Jeffers man charged for alleged shower curtain rod assault. Did they have that many stutters in their headline? Start over. Don't shoot me. I'm not black. Jeffers man charged for alleged shower curtain rod assault. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) This is an actual headline? Wyndham, Minnesota. A Jeffers man is facing various criminal charges after police drew their weapons while responding to a domestic assault situation. Benjamin Wayne Sullivan, 38, was charged in Cottonwood County Court with felony counts of third-degree burglary, second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon, and gross misdemeanor domestic assault. I don't believe that he said, I'm not black. I think he said, I ain't black. According to the criminal complaint, police responded December 3rd to a report of a domestic assault in Jeffers. Uh, Sullivan ran into a bedroom where police drew their weapons as he reached for his waistband. Sullivan refused to put his hands up and said, Don't shoot me, I'm not black, according to court documents. (laughs) Backup arrived and Sullivan was detained. Oh, what a piece of shit. Right. In an interview, the victim told investigators... 
that Sullivan threatened to stab her with a curtain rod. A curtain rod. Just let that sink wow. in. Um, well, at least he didn't go for a knife. The victim and Sullivan previously lived together. Like a nice guy. And Sullivan had previously been charged with domestic assault against the victim's sister. Wow. They, they're, where, where'd they live? Jeffers. You guys ever been to Jeffers? Yes. Yep. Um, Pretty small. Is, is that the, do they have the bar there, uh, Slipper Rim? That is correct. Right. Okay. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> In other southern Minnesota news, this is another story that caught my attention that I saved for you guys. Um, La Center, Minnesota. Not quite as local as Jeffers, but a vehicle tracking device led investigators to discover that a La Center woman was earning money as a stripper that she wasn't reporting when she applied for welfare benefits. <laughs> According to the criminal complaint, 39-year-old Rashida Samoa Lilly reported on various assistance applications that her only income was child support payments that totaled less than $500 a month. They believe she had some other sort of income, so they got a court order to install a mobile tracking device on her vehicle, and her Chevy was tracked to the King of Diamonds Gentleman's Club in Invergrove Heights for multiple hours. So? Um, she's a patron of the arts. <laughs> Maybe she's there as a customer. On July 26th, the investigators visited the King of Diamonds Gentleman's Club undercover and observed her giving lap dances and performing table dances. Why do you have to go in there undercover? According to the criminal complaint, <laughs> they tracked her employment records from the strip club and found that she had been dancing at the club under the alias of Sunday. Is she hoot? Since 2015. Um, okay, the guys who went undercover, that was real <laughs> tough to get them to do that. Right. It's like, hey guys, I'm going to need someone to step up. I'm really like, going to need a hero here. Someone needs to go to the strip club. That's just like the guys that go undercover at the Asian massage places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Sullivan. <laughs> I need you to step up and take one for the team. <laughs> I bet she was ugly. <laughs> I wish they would have had her picture. Oh, my God. That's funny. I have no thoughts. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. You started that with, what are your thoughts? Uh, I have something that is national, but it's local news. Applebee's has a new holiday drink. It's called the Dollar Jolly. I could not be more pumped for this. I am a frequent Applebee's eater. Um, Holiday spirit comes in a glass and with a Jolly Rancher hard candy. December's neighborhood drink of the month is here and spreading holiday joy all season long. The new Dollar Jolly is a vodka and cherry or green apple Jolly Rancher flavor served with Jolly Rancher hard candy for just a dollar. So come in and grab a Dollar Jolly at Applebee's this winter and make it a December to remember. Oh, that sounds so good. I know, and they have those um, double entrees right now for like nine bucks. Oh, I want to go there. Because, you know, like a lot of times when you go out, sometimes you're like, let's make this as cheap as we can and we just get water. Dude, it's a buck. Splurge. Exactly. Splurge. Man. Don't care. All, that... all, all December? Yeah. Oh, yes. my God. You can never beat getting your jollies for a buck. <laughs> Drew dead. God, they're served in a 10-ounce mug. Don't they look delicious? Ooh. 
Yes. They're made in a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> yeah, they're they're sitting in like don't a, care a Gatorade cooler in the back, and they it's like open up the spigot at the bottom and fill it up. One of them big orange coolers. I love it. Ingredients: vodka and cherry or green apple Jolly Rancher flavor, served with the Jolly Rancher hard candy. It's flavor. <laughs> Sounds really good. Remember drinking Zimas with Jolly Ranchers? Dude, I never did that, dude. But I mean, I knew it was done. Green apple is my favorite. <laughs> Jolly Rancher, watermelon probably a close second, but green apple is so good. I would actually drink this, and I have haven't had a hard alcohol drink in it's got to be two to three years probably. I mean, a drink, drink. I'm right. sure I've been blackout and done shots or something that I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure I've slipped and done that, but that I know of. I haven't had a drink, drink in forever. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of this beer? It's good. Yeah, it's real good. When when we cracked it open and start pouring, just the man, the smell, the nose is delicious on its own. It's a, it's a full-size growler, so there's plenty more in there. I figured you'd take that with you. Um, What's it called? This is called Swipe Right from River City Brewing in Wichita, Kansas. I'd say, I mean, it's really close to Spirit Ball. It's, it's got that, I don't, I don't know what, the, what it is. It's, it's close. So... I think this is better than Mirror Universe. Oh, interesting. But not quite as good as Spiritfall. Um, but yeah, it's very, very good. Like I said, I was very surprised. Um, I think we talked about it off air. Usually, we've been, we've all been to tap rooms or breweries or bars where they have a hazy on the menu, mm-hmm. and they bring it over, and it looks like a Bud Light in a glass. Yeah. Uh, tastes like a, maybe an average IPA, but definitely isn't what we've come to know as hazy. Uh, so when they set this down in front of me, just based on the color, uh, I was shocked. And then when I took a sip of it, I was I was blown away by what I was getting, where I was getting it. Does does the back end really remind you of Spirit Fall? It does. Yeah. I love it. I mean, this is like... What's your guys' spirit fall status? Um, uh, 12 up there and Low. three in the fridge. 15 cans. Okay. I'm going to have... I accidentally had five last weekend not knowing, so I get to only have three this weekend. Ooh. That'll be all right. You had five without knowing? What was that? Yeah. Lost count. No, oh, it's because, like, you get... You have... Um, I rip them all off the sleeve and put them so that... There's no, like, explosion when I... Oh, yeah. yeah. And I must have... I came and cleaned out the basement fridge, and I put a new four-pack in, and I brought them upstairs, and I must have just somehow, throughout the weekend, had three days, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I must have had five somewhere in there. That stinks. I gave one to my mother-in-law, and, like, a week and a half later, I saw her, and she's like, oh, I just had that beer last night. I'm like, I told you to drink that right away. She's like, I know, I'm sorry, I had it. It was really good. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> so for Thanksgiving, I shared some spirit fall with my family, and they were all just amazed by it. Amazed. Mm-hmm. What did Caleb think of it? <laughs> Talking about ones that could drink. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's a great line. 
What's your fourteen year old think? <laughs> he rated it very high. Well, he Barbie. said I shared it with my family. <laughs> Talking like my sisters and brothers. You're right. I knew what you meant. Oh my god! Yeah, this I've got so good. I've got uh, thirty two cans left. And they and everyone agreed. I'm gonna hunt for it a little bit next week. They got the I best bet I could still can. find some. Oh, for sure. They actually, I saw an award. they won an award for best can. Yeah, for best can design. It is. Yep. I think the font leaves something to be desired, but the overall graphic is pretty sweet. Oh, while we're on Fair State for a second, and our we always talk about Spiritfall now. Um, <laughs> Clarity <laughs> of Purpose with Surly was that a small time release or can that was limited, yeah. yeah, Jesus, yeah. So they're not going to make that anymore? Who knows, but yeah, I'd, I'd but like to have that again. Okay. That was... Sorry. I feel like that was really good. I, I know it was. It's it was very so good. so many beers ago, I don't remember what it tastes like. I remember it pours in it... Sorry, it looks like a Bud Light, and it tastes like a Hazy. Right. That was the crazy part of it. And they put it in a centrifuge. I was just going to say... We learned about centrifuge. <laughs> so the reason I'd asked you guys about your spirit fall update is that um, my wife isn't drinking spirit fall anymore. <laughs> After Black Wednesday? After Black Wednesday, she is... How many did she have? Like two? I brought a four-pack along, and she drank all of them. I mean, I was sharing some. Right, and I think she drank a couple other things. I mean, but she... What bothered me the most about the Thursday after Black, Black Wednesday was I came down oh. here, and there was... One and three quarters of a full can of left throughout like five cans. Yeah, you said that. One of them was like seriously like this fucking full. I was so mad. I'm like, there's so much good beer wasted right now. And I'm surprised you didn't drink them. That I wouldn't stomach, but I did drink a dangerous man uh, this much of one of the milkshakes. <laughs> that was left. Yeah, because I was so hungover, I couldn't stomach the idea of having a real beer, but that, that uh, I, I think it was the mixed berry one, which I have for you, the boysenberry in the fridge. Yes. And I forgot you were coming, I owe you money. Right. <laughs> yeah, we did drink that the other day. We'll we see you next week. Drank that last night. No, Monday night. Okay. Or whenever we texted you, the day, yeah. af- the day after, I was like... Megan like it? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was super good. I Took know you like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> My kid liked it. Oh yeah! Did you see that <laughs> picture? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about the Growler Magazine uh, 2018 uh, Reader's Choice Awards for a second? But before we do that, quick, um, Growler Magazine is it an actual magazine? Because I tried to subscribe to it the other day, like to get it in my mailbox. I couldn't figure out how to do yeah, that. I, don't, I guess I don't know. It could be online only. I hear about it like. I see it online all the time. Right, I see it online. But Anytime a brewery opens, even if it's as close as Medelia, they cover it. They're right. like, they have a full write-up on it. Right. They're like, you know, I remember reading, like, Lost Sanity is very close to being open. Like, they had a soft opening or whatever, and they covered it. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I, I want to give them money and get, receive the beer news. Right. <laughs> Sounds like it's an upper Midwest-focused one. Right, Probably I think Minnesota. so. So what do you want to rate this beer, um... I give the before swipe we move right. on to the awards. Yeah, the swipe, swipe right. right from Wichita's River City Brewing. I give a three point seven five. Okay. I gave it a four and a half. Damn, Cole. Yeah, I'm I'm four point four point two five. 
I like it. <clears throat> I'm getting some. I'm disappointed in you eyes from somebody. I'm not oh. disappointed in anybody. <laughs> no, I no, I really like it. I, I do have to say it was hard to go from that juice beer pineapple to this, to this. but after drinking this more, then it, it all came back, and it's like, oh boy, the more I drink I it, the did more try I their. <clears throat> so Chrissy got a taste, ordered a taster of their straight brute, and I think the kid messed up because he brought. The what he brought, thinking it was a straight brute, had a little bit of reddish purplish color to it, and they had a cherry vanilla ginger brute. And I had just a sip of it out of the taster. What was that? Very good, huh. very good. Um, and then they had you know, so they had a nice little like I said, for being the atmosphere, I was surprised with the. Uh, pop, they, you know, they're doing the popular types of beers. They had the the they hazies, they had the brutes, the, they had that sort of stuff. So, um, I would definitely go back and get more of their stuff. Okay, food was good. So, in the name of this brewery, River City Brewing. Yeah, well, we say spirit also, right? So let's uh, plug these guys more. <laughs> so let's talk about the 2018. Oh. Hey, when you're done with this, can F you. <laughs> no, embrace it. Can I get the growler when you're done with this? You can have it. I mean, the glass container of it. Yeah. Once the beer's gone. Yeah. Then I don't need to buy a growler for when I go to places. <laughs> I've got... Thanks, Corey. <laughs> I, I've got two of them, because yeah. I brought two of these home, because Chrissy liked it, so... I mean, if your wife wants it, she gets... No, I've, I've got the other another one of these at home, so. I know, but I'm just saying, if she's like, I had plans for that other one, take it, that's yours. No, I'm not worried about it. I'm sure she doesn't. Um, Put flowers in it or something. So, <laughs> maybe make a sensi out of it. The best craft beer bar or restaurant in Minneapolis or St. Paul? The Happy Gnome. Have you guys ever been? Nope. I've been a couple times. Uh, excellent, excellent food and great beer choices. Okay. Uh, best one for the metro area is the Yard House. I've heard about it, never been. Uh, I've actually heard of that one. And then the Greater Minnesota one is Sir Benedict's Tavern on Lake Duluth, or on the lake in Duluth. Okay. I won't Never heard of that either. The one I told you to go to, that Inberg Station, Okay. that place is dope. It's so small, though. It like It's a summer hang because the inside seats like 12. Oh. Giant patio, though. Okay. I was there this summer. It is so cool. No, I wasn't. I was there a year ago in the summer. <laughs> it was 2017 then. So the best bottle shop in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Tonka Bottle Shop. The Wine Thief and the J- and Jail Ale. Or Ale Jail. Let's get to the beer. Ale Jail. Right, and that's what I'm just saying. So like that sounds like the description of this place is a store stock full of beers you've never heard of. Oh, I like that. Right. So... You know, sounds like a great one. Uh, top 10 liquors in St. Louis Park is the metro area. And Greater Minnesota bot is the uh, Mount Royal Bottle Shop in Duluth. So they apparently like Duluth. It's, uh, yeah, they get their choices. Wrong like, side of the state for us. Down here, it's like straight up, you got to go to MGM. Yeah. For And that's, you know, to them, that's basic bullshit. Right. Right. But for us, it's like Nirvana. <laughs> yep. Uh, Holy shit. 50 IPAs and not yeah. just 15. Right? <laughs> Best brewery tap room. <laughs> Bent Paddle. 
Silver went to Surly, and the bronze went to Bobbing Bobber Brewing Company. Okay, I know. Wait, I know. What was that award? Bobbing Bobber. This was the best brewery or tap best brewery tap room. I've been to Bobbing Bobber. Have you? Where's that? Yeah. That's in Hutch. Yeah. Oh, it is. That's, yeah. Are you sure that's the same one? Yeah. Didn't you say you weren't a huge fan? Yeah. I don't. We can cut that out. I don't want to throw you under the bus. But no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I guess the environment was cool, but their beers were just, you know. Okay. They were good. So the environment was cool. They were good. It wasn't like milkshakes or. And you know, well, and this seems. Drinking tonight. Reading the description of like the bent paddle, it seems that this is a reflection of more, the tap room itself, not yeah. necessarily the beers. Okay. It was pretty. Good. It was unique. The tap yeah. room. That's for sure. Uh, do you guys care about the best beer tenders in the state? No, no hang on. If really. we're going off of like uh, environment versus quality, I'll say Modest has one of the most boring tap rooms ever with some of the best product. That's kind of a good thing. Fair. That's a they fair statement. Spending their money on other things. They're spending their money on quality of beer. Yeah, and they like they don't have food, but they like line up food trucks and they tell you to bring it in. Yeah, atmosphere-wise, right. to me, it differs. In the, in the wintertime, I love a place like um, Starkeller. Warm, cozy, decent beer. It's actually pretty good beer. Yeah, right. Uh, in the summertime, I want a place um, more like... Uh, I for, even forget the names of them, but I want it to have a patio and stuff so you can hang out, play some yard games, yes. that sort of stuff. I think yes. Copper Trail in Alexandria is built for the winter because that was such a fun hang, even though, like, the beer wasn't, like, blow my mind good. They were playing really good music. They had, like, a living room set up with a TV, and, like, they had... Right. Like, they had a fireplace going. It was... The heat wasn't on, but they just had a fireplace there. It's, like, they had, like, cool pictures on the wall. Like, they... Attention to detail as far as, like, it was a fun hang. I went there by myself twice. <laughs> um, Summertime-wise, there's a brewery in, I forget if it's New London or Spicer. Andy can, when Andy listens back, he can let, remind me what this place was called. But you go out back, and there's, like, a creek running through the backyard, and it's picnic tables. and Is that the men's room? No. <laughs> um Let's get into some more of these awards. The best beer name. I think we're good. I'm just double, Who's doubling down. I've been nervous. I've I haven't been, been hearing him. It was this one, I bet. What? I've been hearing him fine. Oh, okay. Then we're good. You have been hearing me fine? Oh, yeah. That was really good. Oh, no, that's still not. on. No, yeah. it's, it's dying. Oh, um, okay. Okay. No, I've been, like, haven't been hearing Adam super oh. clearly. I'm, we were in the test and it worked, but I'm still nervous. So I tried uh, best one. beer name. Hazy McKay's face. Yeah, yeah, I had that in Mankato from Liftbridge. Yeah, I haven't had it. Um, Is it you've New had Bohemia. it? Had it at New, Bo- New Bohemia. How was it? Yeah. New Bohemia closed down. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a week or two after I was there. Right. Uh, the silver went to Hop Chromancer, which we've had. Yes, we have. On the, the show. No, you guys did. What? Wasn't that from in no, bad, bad we- weather? Bad weather. You yeah. guys had that oh, at yes. his shop. Is that the one we did that night? Okay. Yes. It's a blue that's, can. That's a that's a good IPA. And then the can is over there. You just can't see it. The bronze medal goes to Crazy Aunt for best what? beer name. Oh, oh, best beer name. Best beer name is all it is. <laughs> uh, and then they drink it. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but everything about that beer makes me upset. I would rather have, I would rather have, fucking, Fair State IPA be a, that's a better name to me. <laughs> right. Uh, beer Fair label State pills is fine. <laughs> right. Beer label. It's gonna be a Fair State one. Spirit Fowl. Yep. Yep. Uh, here's their. Ex, or their description. A twister mat meets an eye exam meets a stereogram. That is the Spiritfall label. It's colorful and playful and only gets more so once you finish a tall boy or two. It sounds about right. Yeah, but who's... I mean, let's be honest. Uh, it gets playful after you finish a tall boy or two. You're pouring that into a glass if you're drinking that and you're throwing that... Yeah. You're getting rid of that can almost right away. <laughs> I do feel a sense of sadness every time I throw one of them cans right? in, in the recycling bin. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, I'm going to start recycling soon. Oh, hey, congratulations. Hey, Call hey. the garbage company. They're bringing me a recycling can. Awesome. because yeah, you got the new garbage can? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the silver medal goes to Hui from Lupulin Brewing. Okay. I haven't seen the can. Neither. And then the bronze goes to Hop Cremancer. Hop Cremancer. I kind of like, though... The bad weather? Yeah. Some of that... Uh, some of the cans, I think... On their own would be lame, even like the Take 16 ones, but you can tell they're all a series. Like, they're all the yeah. same, like, they're stout and they're IPA and they're whatever regular pale ale. They all have, like, the same things going on. Same with, like, Mankato, they have the comic book series going on. Right. Which, they have, like, a The Creator coming out. It's got, clearly, they it doesn't say Stanley on it, but it's a drawing right. of Stanley. Right. Okay. <laughs> so this one I I'm gonna get that can. This one I'm gonna mention just because it's got some some local uh, connection here. Best beer tattoo. Franz Marty from Shell's Brewery. Okay. Uh, you have to really love something to make it the centerpiece of a full sleeve tattoo, which Jeez. would mean that Mar- Franz Marty really loves hops a lot, and they've got a picture of it. Uh, his. They've got just a small portion of it. His sleeve is hops. Oh my! Wow. Yeah. So that's that, a, it's hidden, in, but it's nice. Right. In the the it kind of looks like New London oh, Brewery. Yep. That's uh, uh, Goat Ridge Brewery. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and it's got a creek right yep. behind it. You said. Yep. Saw the picture. So yep. That's the one. Uh, best brew pub. Uh, Fitkers. Haven't been there. Never heard of it. Uh, Best Brewery. Any guesses? There's a winner, a silver, and a bronze. Dangerous Man. Yeah, I'll say Dangerous Man. That's number one. Yep. Number two. You've heard of it? You'll be surprised. Okay, um... Fulton? Adam, you have a guess? Mm, no. Shells. Was this a user poll? It's a reader poll. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Uh, and the bronze? I don't know. Fair state. I agree with two out of them three. Me too. Uh, Let's talk about shells for a minute. Let's let's cut a knife here. Sure. What's going on? Like, they make an IPL in Citra Blanc. 
why won't they make an IPA? What is their reasoning for it? I've heard, no, they won't ever do it. They can't do it. They won't do it. Why? German heritage. Is that it? Yeah. Get with the times, though. No, no, no. But they don't do any ales. Right, because that's... Lagers... Now, someone can correct me here, but I was told at one time lagers are more German and ales are more English. I believe so. Not sure, but it sounds right. It's sounding right right That's now. Why. I under from what I've heard too, it has something to do with their setup. It has to be German okay. then. Is what is like their whole vibe is like it. The, the, I get that being German is it. That's a huge part of their identity. But I mean, go to Germany. Are they drinking IPAs right now over there? I have no idea. Right. Let's. I mean, <laughs> but I think it's just more of a. They weren't drinking them in 1860 when they were created. I get that, but it's 2000. And they're not made. And and right. how German is the the what's that grapefruit beer they did? The shop the shocker? rattler, that we had the other last week or two weeks ago. And then they had oh, the oh, Goose Town. That was this. That shock, was actually was this. It shock top. Yes. No, it was shocked. You're right. There was a shocked something. Something that was grapefruit. Yeah. Top in, or something. yeah. But this, we uh, did have whatever. the grapefruit rattler the other. Yes. That wasn't not, that's not what you're talking about. That's, I'm okay. talking about something different. Um, either way. Citra Blanc is great, and you can tell yes, they kind of want to get into it. it. It's, it's the closest thing Citra Blanc is a nice beer to have for when you go to New Alm. Yeah, and that's all you get. And you can order Shell's beer without getting evil eyed by the bartender. That's why I kind of <laughs> like, even though it's a chain, I like Green Mill there because. They aren't, like, we don't have to subscribe to, even though we're in New Orleans, we can only have Shell's beers right. on tap. You go there, it's all, like, the Minneapolis big ones. It's, like, Furious and Saga and things like that. That's the good beer, I think. Right. I mean, it, uh, well, you know what I mean. Compared to Shell's. Right. I would rather have that than, I just don't like Shell's beer. It's so, ugh. Well. But Starkeller is so good, though. So, like, why did they do that? The thing is... With shells, is that they're, I mean, it's not like they're one of these new wave craft breweries that's only been around for 5, 10, 15, or even 20 years. They've been around for a hundred and some years. They're the 1860, oldest. I think. Yes, they are the second oldest. And so the fact that they're not straying from their roots and continuing to make the same beers and the same style of beers that they've made for a hundred years. A, can you blame them for not straying from that when they're still incredibly popular? But how much of their budget comes from owning Grain Belt? You see a lot more people drinking Grain Belt and Grain Belt Light than you do, or Premium, than you do a regular Shell's Deer brand beer. I think that the Grain Belt Light is maintaining them in the outstate, but in Brown County, especially in New Alm, if you go to New Alm, and I'm not talking like sleepy. I am talking go to Stark, Leavenworth. You know, those towns don't have bars, but you go to people's garages and to the ball games and everything there, and people are drinking Shell's beer. Yeah. Shell's or Hounstein. Yeah. Yeah. Hounstein, yeah. So, that. I mean, oh, they're, I they're doing it right. it right. I said it wrong. I mean, are they making a good product? Yeah. And it's to me, it's kind of the same business model that Brow Brothers is following. They're making beers that people in this area are going to drink. You know, not everyone is going to fall into the category of making a milkshake or making a hazy or making a, 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 a an IPA because we live in, in 
their geographic market. Exactly. I mean, face it, we live in bush light country. Well, that's that's true. That's very, so very true. So these craft breweries around us need to make stuff that these people are going to be willing to try. But here's the thing. We live in, yes, we all agree that we live in bush light country. Then why not give them an easy drinker and a good drinker for craft beer when they first try it? You have to want, you have you to want to try it. That's the biggest has, struggle I've seen is like, okay, Surly makes what? hell, which is basic lager. It tastes like a Coors Light, right? Yeah. But people aren't interested in that. No, like the people who drink Bush Light, a lot of people that I've run into, like that drink like Coors Light, like people like my dad, let's say. He doesn't give a shit. He has no interest in even trying something new. Well, and part of that too is the. I don't. That's few and far between. That's few and far between. Right, but a part of that is the people that are going out that don't care would rather go out and pay twenty dollars for a twenty-four pack of Bush Light or Mick Golden Light than pay twelve dollars for a four-pack of Hell. Yeah. Yep. That's all, that's very true. I'm just saying that like hell is an easy transition into like hey now you're drinking a craft beer, hey let's get you because like I've seen people drinking Schinnerbach, Schinnerbach, yep. Schinnerbach. Yes. What's the difference? What than that and Bud Light? Like nothing. Right, and you're paying way more. Why are you doing that? I mean my it, it costs a lot more. Right, it's a Texas sort of craft. But beer. there's a lot of people around here that still drink like. They go to the liquor store on Friday after work to pick up their case because they're going to get hammered. They don't care about enjoying it. They want to be able to drink 15 bush lights and get hammered and don't care about drinking a quality beer. Where I would rather... But at one time, we were all that, too. Right. I'll say this, too. Within the last two months, our local store here, Clay's, has gotten... Awesome. ...considerably better... Just because we've had a few conversations with him, right. asking him, like, hey, I know your distributor is this company. I see on their website they have Fair State. Could you get us some Fair State beer? And then bam. A day later, he had a full stock of Mirror Universe and Roselle. Like, I mean, we're doing it. Like, <laughs> like we're... For sure. And now, like... And he's selling it. And he's telling us straight up, like, I mean, this isn't selling, and that's the stuff that we don't like. I'm not going to name names. He's like, this right. sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And I'm like... Yeah, it does suck. You should also get, and I mentioned a few other breweries, and it looks like now he's restocking finally cans of uh, uh, hop dish. So I'm gonna go get a straight IPA tomorrow, and it's gonna be hop dish. I'll pick up my weekly four pack of Mirror Universe yep. too, because right. <laughs> I want him to keep stocking that. Exactly. I'll stop in there and buy stuff even if I don't need beer at home. Right. Just to yeah. make sure he does keep that way when I do need something. I mean, I talked to him about it a little bit, and he was saying that, like, it's getting, like, five years ago, he didn't know what to do at all. Now he kind of has an idea. Yeah. He's like, but at the same time, five years ago in Springfield, nobody was buying it. Right. This this type of beer. And he's like, what, he, he even said it, like, what the, he goes, with you and Adam, he said that to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm kind of getting an idea here. And I'm like, he's like. And hopefully over the holidays, some out-of-towners will come in and buy the stuff, too. And I'm like, yeah, just keep it stocked. I'm like, you don't need to... Like, when he said... When I said get Fair State, he's like, what do you want me to get from Fair State? Shit. What was that? My computer. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay, so he goes, uh, my bottle caps. <laughs> no, he goes, what should I get from them? I'm like, well, definitely Roselle and Mirror Universe, because I know they have those year-round. Um, don't waste any time on, like, their standard IPA or their standard Pilsner or anything like that. That's boring. You won't sell that. And you listened, and it's like, holy shit, like, we're on, like, the second or third round that I've seen yeah. of this. So... Of Mirror Universe. In regards to that, so I ran into somebody the other day, and, well, it was the same time I was having the conversation about the Sleepy Eye Brewery, and there was another another person there, and she was asking, she's like, so, you know, you do the podcast, and, and I would, you know, my husband listens to it a little bit, and he, he doesn't, you know, his idea of getting a, a uh, craft beer is ordering, you know, a Shell's Dark. You know, he just, he just, he just doesn't know. He wants to get out and try more of these beers and he hears you guys talking about these beers, but he doesn't know where to start, you know, as far as finding them and stuff. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I said, uh, Adam and Tim talked to Clay and Clay's carrying. I said, have him go in and get these, you know, beers that, that Clay has. And so uh, the next day she was messaging me on Facebook and she's like, I'm at Clay's. Um, I know you said the Fair State Roselle, and what was the other one? And I told her, I'm like, the Mew Universe black and white can. She's like, okay, got it. So we're helping, <laughs> you know. So people are going out and finding the stuff, and hopefully that means that Clay will start carrying, you know, it, more. And All he has to do is, is, is carry the popular great stuff. Yeah. Don't, don't venture off into all this other stuff. Just, just Well, I told him, too, like, get the, get the bank line. Any yeah. of their hop series. Any of the hop no, series yeah. is good. In, in or hop lab, all that, sorry, hop lab. All that off stuff or seasonal stuff, it's, I, to me, it's like it's just taking up shelf space. And it, 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 takes, it takes away the... Sorry, i got to talk the end of the mic. Yeah, use your <laughs> microphone voice. <laughs> but it takes away the... Uh, if you have all good beers on a shelf, it's like, all right... This like is a, fireside this is a place flannel. To stop. This is just a place to stop when we're home or when we're in Springfield. Right. Right? Don't go for all that odd stuff because that's just a distraction. He was asking me about Boulevard, and I straight up said, like, they're in Bev. Um, I mean, their goss is actually okay. The thing is, is that he's going to have to carry something in Bev because yes. the distributors are going to push yes. it. And I showed him, I'm like, don't get jam banned. I just tried three of their six packs not knowing they were in Bev. Did you tell him that we'll buy anything that has the independent craft brewers stamp on it? No. Definitely sh- we'll mention that next time, though. Yeah. I didn't. Re- yeah, I should have. I said, but go ahead. Here's the other thing that I think about is. What was that look for? Just, I can just smell it. Right, oh, we're, we're, oh. we're getting excited. In Springfield, you know, <laughs> there's there's us three, and there's uh, there's others that oh, are drinking this stuff. There's a yes. few ventures because you see it on Untapped. Um, they check into locations. You guys got to check into locations, then other people can see that. Here's, I, I agree. I knew I I don't have the Pilsner podcast I don't studio. Utilize as a Untapped enough. <laughs> um, but you know, you'll drive to New Ulm. We all drive places, you know, I mean, to, to get beer. And I see it because of Untapped. But if, if Clay starts carrying more of these, 
and people from Sleepy Eye or Comfrey or Wabasso or Clements or right. Lamberton start knowing that Clay has this stuff, they'll drive here for it if they, you know what I mean? Just like we have. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's yep. got to be more yep. beer drinkers out there like us that are going to venture out and seek out these other beers. And I'll go to a liquor store out of my way because I know they carry a better selection of, of craft beers. When I check in on Untapped, sorry, I'm going to be really quick here. I always select location that you're drinking it at. I created it on Untapped. I check into the Pilsner Podcast Studio so that people, that's free advertising yep. for the show. Purchase location, I'll always say Clay's if I got it from Clay's. Hoping, right. And then so if you go to Clay's on Untapped, it's like 20 of me and that's it. <laughs> and occasionally like a dude named Jimmy S., from Mankato checks in. He camps here sometimes at the okay. summer. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, Jim. But, you know, this 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 whole conversation, it relates to all of small-town rural America that this is what you can do to, you know, with your liquor stores. You can get good, good beer. <clears throat> you can't. Yeah. It just, I mean, it helps if the person, who, like, if your liquor store guy doesn't, for sure, like if he doesn't drink craft beer, he or she doesn't drink craft beer. A lot of times, they don't know what to sell. They don't exactly right. know, and then they just think because one thing sold for a while, they overdo it on that. Even though we jump from thing to thing, yep. I mean that's an issue because I think right now I asked him because I saw he had Sierra Nevada this summer. I'm like, can you get the hazy little thing? And now that we have Mirror Universe, I don't think I'll buy hazy little yeah, thing. Yeah, and we should really tell him that. Like unless it's he's unless he's out of Mirror Universe, I won't buy that. But I wouldn't have a problem if he got in, say, eight Mirror Universes and he carried Mirror Universe for a couple weeks, you know, got two or three deliveries of it at eight a week, and then switch it up for us. Yeah. But that's the thing. So like what you were saying, like okay, so sorry. My take here is that like so you have your person that's running your liquor store. They don't really drink craft beer. They don't know what they're doing. The key is to go in there and know who their distributors are. That helped a lot. Right. I just straight up saw the distributor rep's van parked outside of the store. I'm like, I saw the, the name yep. of it. So I Googled them. I found what they carried, and I just went in. I'm like, oh, I, pre- I played dumb. I go, like, you know, do you, can you get from Locker Brothers? He's like, Oh, yeah, I get from Locker Brothers. They were here today. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, it's on their website. And I, like, zoom in. I show him on my phone. He's, like, looking at it, writing it down. And he's like, fair state? I'm like, just say it like me, fair state. He's like, fair state. You know? No, make the sound that I'm making. But, yeah, that's. I think that's key is, like, Knowing who distribute or who distributes in your area, that'll help you get whatever you want at your liquor store. And yes. like I said, I think we pretty much have all the that we're capable of getting. We have all the good stuff in Springfield now. Until he gets a new distributor. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've seen Tao. I've seen Tao there before. I don't. Yeah. Do they? I don't know if they have I'll anything. Have the same I just know that Tao is one of them. Yeah. So there's multiple ones that he gets from. There's Beverage Wholesaler out of Marshall, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, we could harass them because I know they get more. They get tons more than what we have right now. Right. And they go as far as the corners, I think. What? 
Okay, we'll wrap it up later. <laughs> uh, let's knock out the last few of these awards because we're just getting into the good ones. Oh yeah, the out of state brewery. So this must be this must be no out of state. So I'm guessing oh, okay. this is a minus. I'm guessing this we were talking about if this was Midwest. It sounds like this is specifically a Minnesota magazine. Oh, okay. So uh, best out of state brewery. Jeez, that's that'd be a hard one. New Glarus? No, it's one of your favorites though. Untitled Art. Bill Asylum. No, what's a the one you? Goliath. Got it. What's that? Toppling Goliath. Oh. Also known as. When you go to Hy-Vee, it's known as... Wrapped Roots or Warped Roots. Yeah, Warped. Is it Warped Roots? I can't remember. And then Deschutes and Bells are the other, or Silver and Bronze. All right, now we're just getting into the best beers of each style. Beers. Uh, best Lager. <laughs> Bauhaus Brew Labs, Wonder Stuff. Nobody cares. Uh, specialty Grain Beer. One of Tim's favorites. Oh, from uh, Copper Trail? Uh-uh. Who's it from? Modest. Modest. Oh, um, Dream Yard. Yep. Uh, silver goes to Fair State, Keep the North Cold. <laughs> and <laughs> bronze goes to Modest, False Pattern. False Pattern's a great beer. Session beer. Lift Bridge, Mango Blonde. Really? Silver goes to Indeed, Lucy. So had Lu- that. That's a good beer. Lucy's great. I just... Blonde ales are, are right, and bronze goes to Surly Extra Citra. That should be number one in my book. Uh, I would honestly, I would rank that um, how they did it. I would go two, three, one. Uh, not liking, not ever trying one. Uh, wheat beer shells Hefeweizen. Silver is Tin Whiskers Wheatstone, and bronze is Fair State Hefe. Uh, Belgian style is the Lift Bridge Farm Girl. Uh, Browhaus Hairbanger is bronze or silver, and Boom Island Brimstone is the bronze. Pale ale. Any guesses? No. Boy. Summit EPA. No. Day Tripper is the silver, and um, Pale Ale from Fair State is the bronze. I think Day Tripper should be one on that one. I would uh, agree with you. That's weird. Oh, what? It, whatever. I mean, everyone's got different. Blonde ale is uh, Fulton Lonely Blonde. Uh, Mango Blonde is the silver, and Bent Paddle Paddle Creek is the bronze. Best IPA. Here we go. Big deal here. <laughs> it is. It's like the belt. Because <laughs> everybody makes an IPA. Yep. Any guesses? No. What would you rank as the best IPA in the state, Tim? In oh. the state? Jesus. We've talked about this beer a lot on air, especially in the early days of the Pilsner podcast. Oh, okay. I just want to be right. Mad Butcher. Mm-mm. Dang. Um, furious? It's surly. It's not Furious? Nope. Abrasive? Nope. Well, that's double IPA. Todd the Axeman. Oh! That's okay. Which... And that's legit. That is a very good IPA. That's a good IPA. I noticed, too, our... um, Okay, quick sidetrack here. When I told Clay about Mirror Universe and all that stuff, he he stocked Fair State, and he was told, his rep told him, well, it didn't sell very well in New Ulm, so I figured anything that doesn't sell well in New Ulm isn't going to sell here, so I didn't even present it to you. And I'm a customer, and I asked him for it, so he got it. And now that 
I think, I have a theory, now that that rep sees that Fair State is flying off the shelf in Springfield, the Surly selection got a little bit deeper. And, Ooh. yes, we've had Todd the Axeman the last, you know, at the same time we got Wet Hops. Right. Yes. That's when we started getting Todd the Axeman. Right. So, now there's less um, overrated, because it was just full of overrated, mm-hmm. and it was full of Furious, and that was it. Now we, I saw one of the Benders in there. Yep. Just one. I didn't buy it. And then there was, um, uh, what's the other one that really has? Um, so they had, f- oh, they overstocked. All of a sudden now, there's like 10 hells in stock. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, which, okay. like, really? We've never had hell in four packs before. It's like, no one's going to buy these. Like, but you know, it's new. It's new. I've never seen that much hell in Springfield. We know more about craft beer than, than probably Clay in his distributor. We should be going in there and telling Clay. Okay. If it says lager, we're not interested. Get, get rid of that. Or, or just take a couple packs of that. Or, or... Recommend that to people that are coming in and buying Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. just, yep. hey. I've given that to, out of a sampler Run pack. a special on it. I gave it to somebody out of a sampler pack who, because uh, I don't like them. I'm like, right. well, you drink these. We were pretty hammered. It was 4th of July. I'm like, try this. Like, he's like, we're talking about craft beer. Because I, diff- I had a cooler full of beer, like Sanborn Sleep in the Park night. Yeah. So, but I had a different beer every time I got one. I just grabbed. Yeah. I just cleaned my fridge out that night, and we're watching fireworks, and he's like, what do y'all got in there? And we're just start talking about it, and I'm like, take a hell. And he takes it. He's like, yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's more like Bud Heavy than Bud Light, isn't it? Right. He's like, yeah. Well, there is a difference, I guess. Uh, on the IPA, uh, Clarity of Purpose got the silver. Ooh. And Steel Toe Size 7 got the bronze. Clarity of Purpose isn't a standard IPA, though, is it? Steel Toe what? Size 7? I've never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Double or Imperial IPA. Lupulin Blissful Ignorance got the gold. Okay. Abrasive got the silver. And Double Dreamyard got the bronze. That's a good one, too. Okay. Uh... Hazy or New England IPA? Mm, I'm going to say... Can it be a collab? Mm. No, I'm going to say... I'm, I'll just say Mirror Universe. That was, it was Mirror Universe. Yep. <laughs> uh, Huey was the silver and Hazy McKay's face was the bronze. Who makes the other two? Lupulin makes Huey and Liftbridge makes the Hazy McKay's face. Uh, best fruit beer. Didn't Tim just say that the Liftbridge Hazy was like, meh? The Hazy McHaze face? Yeah. Yeah, he said it was okay, I thought. That got number three. Yep. <laughs> the best fruit beer is the Liftbridge Mango Blonde. I've never had that. I, I see it in liquor stores all yep. the time, and the blonde scares me because I'm not a fan of blondes, but it's on all of these... I mean, it's been on this list like 10 times. But uh, for like Thanksgiving, my nieces, that's all like they drank was the farm girl. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, (laughs) Silver went to Grain Belt Blue. And the bronze went to Bauhaus Short Short Pants. Have you guys had Grain Belt Blue yet? 
I had it the first year it came out. No, I mean this year. Not this year. I... Okay, it sounds like... I mean, it's the same every year. uh, Is it? I haven't had any yet this year. I'm starting to see it go on discount. I'm start... I want to just have one can of it. Yeah, just get one can. That's That's what I want. I mean, it's not terrible. I want to try it. Uh, that's it, but I don't want to commit to a 12-pack because it ends right. up sitting on the floor because the right. fridge is full. It will. And, yeah, that's... <sighs> but they say, like, they kind of joke, like, around, like, you see, like, Paul Charchian is with Fantasy Football Weekly and Grain Belt's a sponsor. So people tweet at him, like, I got all this Grain Belt blue, I bought the store out, and they bought, like, you know, six 12-packs of it. Like, it's a hot commodity up there. And in my head, I'm like, it's still here. Like, right. it's everywhere. Come and get it. Nobody bought it down here. Uh, best spice or specialty beer? Indeed, lavender, sunflower, honey, dates. Never had it. Never heard of it. Silver went to Wild Mind past the Cavassier. And the bronze. This one interests me. Interests me. Quit talking French to me, Corey. Insight, rowdy uncle. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's dirt in my fridge because of that. Dirt in your fridge because of You put it in the ground. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's there's dirt clumps and grass all over my fridge right now. Uh, Kettle sour. The best kettle sour in the state. Mosaic from Surly. No. Okay. Fair state Roselle. If I'm... Okay. You said no, but I thought that four-pack of that Surly Small Batch Mosaic, I like that more than I like Roselle. Interesting. What do you think? Did you? I don't uh, specifically remember it, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Prius Raspberry was the silver, and indeed Lucy was the bronze. Yeah. I mean, those all seem like sessionable sours, and the sours I get into are the, like, the Starkeller ones. Well, speaking of Starkeller, spontaneous or wild beer. Uh, the gold medal goes to Indeed Wood, Wooden Soul Cherry Dust. The silver goes to Fair State Barrel Fermented DuPound. Never heard of it. Uh, the bronze goes to Shell's Electric Empress. Yeah. That's a good beer. Yeah, that's the black one. Yep. If you buy a bottle of it, it's black with a gray label. Right, yep. Okay. Yep. Um, but as I was getting up to pee, you were doing the doubles. Um, I yes. had a quick story about that. You said the bronze was a modest double false pattern, I think. No, double, uh, double dream yard. Dream yard. Okay. So I, I know I've told you guys this off air, but I don't know if I've said it on the air just in case who gives a shit. Me and Mike were up at modest, uh, my buddy and we were drinking, and he's not a huge craft beer fan, but he, he likes beers. He just doesn't get into them. Like, he'll drink an IPA if I drink one. No big deal for him. Right. He just doesn't care. And I remember he's like, well, what should I drink here? And I'm like, well, you know, I've never been here either. I just know that the Dream Yard's good. So I'm like, I'll take a Dream Yard. And he's like, okay, I'll take a double Dream Yard. He that meant that he wanted... No, he no he, oh. he ordered the double. Oh. And I go, you know double means more booze, right? And he goes, yep. And I go, okay, <laughs> I will take a false pattern. I'll take a double false pattern. Everything I ordered, he ordered the double version and got smashed. He got so drunk. And we were supposed to go to, like, a couple different breweries. And at that point, I'm like... I'm pretty bombed after, like, six beers at a brewery of regulars. And he's just like... 
Call the Uber, man. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> we need to go back to the hotel room and eat. <laughs> Before we go back out again, because this was daytime. Right. Sun's <laughs> out first, chirping still. Right. Yeah. We, went to a, we watched a wedding outside of our window. Somebody got married, like, on the balcony outside of our window. We sat, like, on the office, like, bench that they lay out. It's like a business room. We ordered room service. We're just eating quesadillas, like... Oh yeah, this will never last. Like just watching it go, <laughs> and then we get get another Uber and go see Third Eye Blind play. Nice. <laughs> just hammered. We, got- we were drinking at the hotel bar, getting room service from them too. The, the final two awards that we have here. So drunk, it was hilarious. The best porter. Yeah, best I, porter. I got nothing. Oh, okay. dangerous man, peanut butter porter. Nailed it. Got it. They're known for that. Yes, yes. The silver went to Summit Great Northern Porter, and the bronze was St. Paul's Flat Earth. I hate flat earthers. If the earth was flat, would we have round earthers? Yes. Yes, we would. Uh, the, final, the final beer is the uh, stout. This is one I never had, and I it's on my definite bucket list. Mr. <laughs> it is not <laughs> Mr. Not Stout. Hey, can I get one of those cans from you? There was nothing from Mankato on this list. Yeah. That's a and nothing ever will be. Uh, Dangerous Man Chocolate Milk Stout won the gold in the Stout really? competition. Chocolate Milk Stout. Summit Oatmeal Stout had the silver, and Fair State Giants Bane had the bronze. That is your 2018 kind of a big deal Growler Mag Awards. Cool. What do you guys think of this beer? It uh, is it's pretty wonderful. good. I give it a four. I love it. Talk about it. Man. I'm going to do a can read. Oh, wait. There is none because it is a untitled art beer. Well, it, it's it's uh, collabed. Microphone? It's collabed. With with, with Forager Brewing. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you would speak in the microphone. Sometimes they do microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one. one the this last one, too. Yeah, the last one was microphone. This one was microphone. This one is with Forager Brewery. <laughs> do they ever do anything on their own? <laughs> yes, they do, but when said microphone, I, I spoke into my microphone. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I meant with a K, not a C. <laughs> when is Untitled Art going to do a collab with Shells? <laughs> Never. This is the Blueberry Smoothie IPA. Uh, I don't see anything about lactose. Oh, this one does include lactose as well. Yes. It's a 7% uh, ABV. Uh, the nose on it was awesome when you poured it out. Oh, boy. This is 100 times better than Grain Belt Blue. Oh, for it. sure. For sure. I mean, gra- I would say 1,000 times better. I'm going to say 1 million times better. Mm. Grain Belt Blue Ballin'. was a decent beer. What I had is it. The- it? I had it the first year that it was out when it was a state fair exclusive. Oh, okay. Um, I ordered a glass, split between my wife and I, my wife, and it was <laughs> it was a perfect amount to be split between two people. Like half of them was enough. It yep. didn't taste bad, but just after about a half of one. It's like, yeah, I've had enough of that. I need to move on to something else. Um, this is literally like a million times better than that. Yeah. 
it isn't an overpowering, oversweet blueberry taste like yeah. I think the Granville Blue has. I could I could drink a four pack of these. I could as well. Because it's not, it's like a true natural blueberry sweet. Because blueberries are sweet, but just not like overpowering right. sweet. So you can just keep on eating them and eating them. That's how these beers taste. Not if you got cavities and your teeth are sore. Oh, okay. And the color is cool on it. I like the color. Really, yep. really cool color. I was surprised. You were surprised? Yeah, when it started pouring in. I was yeah. really straining myself because Tim poured his out before I did, and I was so curious about the color that I was, like, breaking my neck trying to lean around. It's probably because, too, when I poured it, I would go, hmm. <laughs> I was surprised. That was my face. I was like, whoa. Anyway, and when I poured mine out, I mean, down here, I could, all, all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, I just got hit by the aroma of blueberry or whatever the... Mm-hmm. Has a good nose. <clears throat> I like it. Uh, what did you did you guys rate it already? I rated I it a, a four. A four. I am I'm four point five. Whoa. Yes, I like this. I really, really, really. Like I'm going to give it a four as well. Ooh. In the fours with this one. Yeah. Next week we're going to have some terrible rankings. Crawlers. <laughs> I showed you the ones in the fridge. <laughs> it's That's just for you. <laughs> I've got that double IPA in my fridge at home yet that uh, I go. bought about uh, three, maybe four weeks ago for the show. Hey, your stock list that you texted us, you like took stock of everything that you have in your fridge? A partial, yeah. You still got those uh, Bra Brothers Sours? I do. What are you doing with them? You hate them. Give them to me. I'll bring them over. <laughs> that, yeah. that was the text... Version of me when you told us through text all your I go yeah those bra brother ones I love those that was me trying to say well you could have those because I knew you hated I'll bring them, them over <laughs> along with the new Glarus raspberry tarts that I have yet love the, my wife loves those too yeah so I'll bring them over for that sure guy loves them too I think right there's nothing like a raspberry tart on a Sunday morning so when we went to the bra brothers go truthfully. Just really I go uh, Rockstar Sour Apple to get the day started, then I switch right to a hazy IPA. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went to Brow Brothers, and on their beer menu or beer list, they have the kettle sours listed, but then it says assorted flavors because it changes up so much. And I bet that that waitress rattled off seven to ten different flavors. Oh, cool. All four of the ones that we had yeah. in the sampler pack. And then, like, a caramel apple and a watermelon and... Oh, stuff they didn't have apple. in the main... Right. In that stuff they didn't bottle for distribution. Right. That's cool. So, the thing that I like about that brewery is... is and I'd love... Dustin has, has said that he would come on here and talk. And maybe it'd be kind of cool to have him come on and talk about their process with why they make the beers they make. Because we've theorized yes. that it's... They're making Old 56 because that's what's going to sell around southwest Minnesota. Well, Old 56 is their light beer, right? Right. It's it's yeah. right? it's closer to, I would say, like Old Milwaukee light is probably right. what it is. Right. Okay. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, Three Trees is a good IPA. Actually, Old 56 was the old uh, fire engine. Right. Number. Yep. Blue can. Yeah. Moo Juice is, is, I love Moo Juice. Yes. I think that's a Same great here. beer. Uh, in the wintertime, that is one of my... Them, but that, that's the only beer I like out of them. I do. I, so far, it. I've liked their sours that they put out 
for the summer, and then I like the Three Trees. But what I like well, is yeah. is when you go to their. Why do I always keep on forgetting their IPA? Yeah, when you go to their I tap like room, though, they do, <laughs> do. Yeah. All the they'll take their flagship beers, but then they do them. You know, like I said, the they did the. Uh, red Velvet Moo Juice and the Tiramisu Moo Juice. Ooh, yeah. And then they take the, you know, all their other ones and they'll put different flavor combinations with them. Um, so, I mean, you can go there and try various things. and Right, and so they have something like 10 beers in stores, but when me and you went there, it was my first time being there ever right. for that podcast my, Me taping. too. I, their chalkboard of things they had, there had to have been 25 to 30 different beers. For sure, for sure. On that list, yep, their tap list, and then and then they have house made ro- or sodas as two for as the kids. One of the yes. dudes called it, yeah, <laughs> their taps. Yep, <laughs> there was a like a ton of those yes. too. It's like they backed it up. That's yeah, that's cool. And uh, my wife and I had pizza there. The pizza was phenomenal. You get food there? Yes. Well, obviously, I ate there. Yeah, you ate there. You didn't like the chicken and waffles, it's, but that's a weird combo. That's all. But their the restaurant side is. Don't they have a different name for it? No. Am I thinking of a different place? You're thinking of a different place. Because this was all one. We went in. Okay. Uh, they got burgers, sandwiches, various sort of things. We ordered pizza, and the pizza okay. was phenomenal. Okay. Uh, they do do a, No. Okay. But they do do a lot of uh, untraditional types of pizza as well. We got, you know, a traditional style, you know, basically a supreme pizza. But they had... You know, buffalo chicken and uh, one with mashed potatoes. Uh, they had a mac and cheese pizza, I believe, which your family would love, Adam. Um, <laughs> so, dude, have, um, I would definitely recommend for a date night or even for t- taking the kids. It, it, Adam, you want to go on a date night with me? Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are just. My brown eye is... But like uh, I said, with... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But like I said, with the... You know, even if you're taking the kids, they got the craft sodas Yes. That... Yeah. Yes. Or, or do it... Okay, so I went to... On my birthday, I went to Mankato Brewery with my very pregnant wife, and she had all different kinds of craft sodas. Awesome. (laughs) So you could take the pregnant wives as well. Yeah. Not just your kids. Uh, That night, we should... Are they dog friendly? Sorry. I don't know. You could check. Yeah. You know, we should. We haven't had a show since we went to there. Um, we saw Creed 2 that night. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, how was that? It was... Well, we don't want to go there? What? No, go for it. Oh. No, Tim okay. gave the look. How was the movie, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll keep it short. Up Updated... Rocky Universe movie rankings. Yeah. Creed 1, number 1. The, or, the original Creed. As your favorite? Rocky 4. <laughs> well, duh. That should be number 1. Uh, Rocky, the original. Yeah. Creed 2. Rocky Balboa. Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 5. Okay, obviously Rocky 5 is a distant yeah, so it last place. It's on the top half. It, w- it was good. You it, liked it? I liked it. Okay. I've seen mixed reviews. I will see it. I obviously, I, I mean, I'll buy it. I won't even rent it. When it comes out, I just digitally own it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Creed 1 was good. It wasn't spectacular in my book. I thought Creed 1 was great. 
Yeah. Um, maybe because it was a little... I'm not trying to just argue with you. I, right. I like the series, like... As a whole, like, I love the Rocky series. So you remember how we talked... I don't want to give away spoilers. Yes, I haven't seen it. But you remember yeah. how we talked about how it would be cool, like, what happened to Clubber Lang after he lost? Like, mm-hmm. all this stuff that could go on in the Rocky universe. Yeah. Well, this movie... I mean, it's no secret if you've seen the previews. Um, Creed... I honestly don't think I have even Creed, seen the trailer. So, really? So, okay... You'll see this in the trailer. My kid's this big. Creed fights Ivan Drago's son in this movie. Okay. So, as a part of that... Duh. I'm sorry, but he's Apollo Creed's son. He's fighting Ivan... Uh, okay. It, it's just, like, the villain's kids. So, we're going to be seeing a kid from... We're going to be seeing a kid from Mr. T showing up somewhere. <laughs> no. We're going to be seeing a robot kid. I don't think so. But what this kind of did was it showed you what's happened to Ivan Drago. Okay. In the, I thought, I really, like, seeing the previews, I thought that Ivan Drago was going to be like, yeah, you're going to see him during the fight scene. But he was a prominent character in the movie. So you kind of get to see what happened to him the last 30 years since he lost to Rocky, which... It was kind of, as I was wondering, like, well, this is what I wanted to see of Clubber Lang. Like, what's happened to him, you know? He wasn't just bartending around Fairmont. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, it's, I I don't want to give away. And you liked it, though. I I did like it. I would recommend it, especially if you're a fan of the other Rocky movies. It's it's definitely, it's better than Rocky V. It's better than Rocky III. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it, true fans would have seen it by now. I, I am a true fan. I just, you know, so whatever circumstances, my, I'll see it soon. I, as soon as I knew this movie was coming out, and if anybody has seen Creed, the original one, um, is it too late or too? Is it far enough out that I can give a slight spoiler to, to Creed? I would prefer yeah, that don't, you don't did give not. Spoilers. I would prefer that you did not, just because. Okay, so anyway, the people that have seen Creed knows that... I got my thought out there. Go ahead. I was going to say, just because my wife informed me today that she had not seen it and that you were going to be giving a review of Creed one, uh, 2 today, so I said, well, she's like, I haven't seen Creed 1 yet, and I'm like, you know what? It's been a long time for me, too, and that's our plan for Friday night, is oh. that we own it digitally. I'm like, let's watch Creed 1 together. All right. So well, I don't want you to spoil that shit for me, because I'm being selfish... Our fans are probably like, dude, we get it. Without spoiling, uh, <laughs> something happens to Rocky in Oh yeah. <laughs> Creed. Okay, I remember that, yeah. And let's be honest. Rocky is like 80 years old at this point, 70-some years old at this point. He looks like a guy that should be like in New Orleans. I think my wife and I looked it up on the way home that he was like seventy-one years old. He's a bar hang at in New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. Like, at BNL like, should be at BNL drinking. He's, he's the guy you hang out with. Drinking deer brand. Like, what's up, Rocco? Exactly. Uh, so the main reason hey, I wanted I just to go. Show up here, man. I got a ride from Darcy. And Darcy was like, "Hey, man, I ain't picking you. You got to find your own ride. Can you give me a ride home, Adrian." <laughs> so. <laughs> But you're trying to ignore him. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just saying hi while we were in line for the bathroom, Rocco. No, I'm not giving you a ride home. Right, I'll talk to Bubby. My, my 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 biggest reason for wanting to see that movie on opening weekend though was that because it's the Rocky universe, and I mean, Mick died, Apollo died, 
I told my wife, I was like, if Rocky dies, I can't see that in a spoiler. So that was my main reason to going to see it. I'm not going to tell you if that does happen, but don't even allude to that. That was, but that was my. I'm like, if Rocky dies in this movie, I can't have that spoiled for me. I need to go see it to know if that happens or not. So, that being said, this was a great movie, um, and carries on the legacy of the Rocky franchise. Uh, and I hope that we see. Creed 3, Creed 4, Creed 5, Creed 6. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's not move any further now that you like kind of brought that to realism there. Like, I don't want any spoilers. Nope, no let's more. Let's not talk anymore. Nope. Now I'm starting to get ideas the way you're talking. Yeah. And I don't want that. Let's let's talk about... So, um, I saw two movies in the last week. Um, I saw Downsizing with Matt Damon, which was a huge piece of shit. And I saw uh, Black Klansman, which was phenomenal. Okay. I red-boxed one of them, Black Klansman, I paid for that. Uh, downsizing is on, like, everything now. It's on Hulu, Amazon Prime. And it's a piece it. of shit. Yeah. I kind of figured it would be. It's garbage. Kristen Wiig is all over the trailer. She's in it for, like, ten minutes. So you would recommend wow. not wasting oh, your time on that? Oh, it's garbage. It's it's a huge piece of garbage, and it just sparked, like, we don't normally do this, but we talked through the whole movie because we were so mad at how bad it was, Ooh. my wife and I. And we just compared and contrasted, like, things that could happen. Let's, we did a pros and cons list, and I wrote it down if you guys want to go through it. It's pretty brief. What do you got? Okay. I'm going to do a pro versus a con. Um, if For downsizing, right? So the idea of the film, before we do this, um, is, okay, uh, a scientist realizes that, like, he figures out a way to shrink somebody down to, like, five inches, and he did this with a group of, like, 30 people in the Netherlands and over, and he studied them for, like, 10 years. And over 10 years, these people created, like, a fourth of a garbage bag worth of waste total. So the idea is that you can save the planet by shrinking yourself, but once you shrink yourself, you can't go back. And now there's politics involved because now you're a fourth, you know, you're you're a tiny little person. You have as many rights to vote as all these people who have, you know, so there's all this mumbo-jumbo and stuff going on. Okay, so you say that based on the preview, the trailer that I saw, I saw it as more of a, um, if I'm five inches tall, I can buy a four-pack of Untitled Art for... Oh, that's in the list. $13... And it's going to last me my entire life. You know what I mean? Okay, Court. Funny you say that. Life, you don't drink enough beer. I'm just okay. saying, like, compared to... Can we um, pass this growler around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's fun. Let's not... Let's, Court, I'm not even going to respond to you because that's in my pros and okay. cons list. Go for it. Pros, it's great for the environment. Okay? Great. We, we've proved that, right? Con, traveling would take forever. Yes. It would take for fucking ever. Um... Pro, you could get a four pack of Spirit Fall and make them kegs, and they would last forever. <laughs> See, Con, what if you stayed big and your favorite band got small? That concert would be weird. <laughs> that wasn't in the movie. That was just a thought that yes, I had. That is true. Okay, Pro, financially you're loaded. One dollar is a thousand dollars when you're small. So all you do is hang out because like is that something they stated in the movie yes. that could, yeah your money is times a thousand okay 
it's like ridiculous. Like if you go into the tiny little, like they have like little bubbled areas. Like this is a small people area, you know, it's allowed. The government allows it. It's like a big domed area, the size of like a normal house. That's a community. Right. And in my head, I'm like, well, let's save up 20 grand and get small. And then we're just, all we got to do is hang out. I just looked at what I have in my, account now and i'm like hmm, take that times a thousand so my con to that was bugs man that's true bugs aren't getting small that'd be scary as shit <laughs> oh god a mosquito <laughs> okay pros you get to be friends with jason sudeikis at least in this movie you do <laughs> i didn't know he was in it yeah i mean jason sudeikis is probably slowly becoming my favorite actor because he just seems like the coolest dude ever he's pretty cool Con, you could die so easily. The smallest earthquake could fuck you up. And then I only had one more con. Um, I haven't seen any dogs in the movie yet. And then later there was a dog. So they shrunk a dog? They must have. Interesting. I really paid attention to that. I'm like, they don't have pets. Where are their pets? And eventually somebody had a pet. And that was it. But you didn't like the movie. No, it was a piece of trash. I made a list during the movie of the, of just ideas. It was a terrible movie. So, they had an Asian lady in there. That, I'm sorry, that was, she was the second lead. Super stereotypical. Oh, it was offensive no. even to me as a okay. white guy. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, no, Josh, I'm like, oh. Even and Matt me. Damon was a part of that? Yeah. Wow. He's hosting SNL Christmas, too. Oh, great. On December 15th, the same night that I'll be doing stand-up at the What's Up Lounge in Mankato, <laughs> Minnesota at 8.30 p.m., I will be dipping out to come home to watch <laughs> SNL. So you saw Black Klansman? Loved it. Um, Where so did far, you get it from? Redbox. Locally? Yeah. Interesting. Redboxed it. Um, general outline of that, what? <laughs> not going to, like, give out any, like, like I'm not going to give out any plot spoilers, but basically it's, um, it says it's based on a true story, and I want to Wikipedia it because I'm, like, how much was faked? Because it seems like a lot was fake. A black guy in, I believe, the late 60s or early 70s has to infiltrate his way into the KKK in Colorado Springs. Um, yeah, there's a creative way how he does it and all that, that, that is believable, but that's not the part that I didn't believe. Um, it's just, it's a big movie about racism and where our culture is at today. It's a, I believe Spike Jones joint. True. Yep. And I don't know. I, so my wife was gone on Saturday. She was in Mankato and it was just me and the kid and the dog. I think I had to pause the movie 30 times, but, I mean, it took me three hours, but I got through it. (laughs) I mean, I did not want to look away for a second. Like, if I didn't hear something, I would go back. Like, it was so good. Interesting. Topher Grace plays David Duke, and that is super funny to me. Wait, Eric? Yeah. On that 70s show? David Duke, do you know who he is? Yeah. Yeah. But Eric is playing David Duke? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so there's like a, a small KKK chapter in this, you know, it's it's like blacks against white in this town. Um, 
white cops are killing black people and all that, and this is the first black cop that... So was it in Jeffers and the guy yells, don't shoot me, I'm not black? <laughs> no, but he... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this guy comes up and he's like, hey, um, you know, it, it says, like, we're now accepting new recruits into our police academy and we're now accepting new people and all that stuff, and, like, it says in big letters, minorities extremely encouraged to to apply and all that stuff, and so right away he's the first black guy and they're like, going over him and all that stuff and just I don't even know who the 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 star is like I, I've never heard of the guy I've never seen him but he deserves all the awards this year he he killed it well, I wanted to see that already and now you've got me oh. even more yeah I know I my my drunken description of the movie <laughs> no seriously like now i'm really yeah, like same. i'll probably find time to watch it this same. weekend it was super good i think it's it is kind of a long movie it is seriously like full runtime before the credits is like two hours and 15 minutes okay it's okay. it's kind of a long burn but or a slow burn but it is really good so a couple other things here before we wrap up tonight then that just popped into my mind uh first off you mentioned that 70s show yes i've been kind of waiting for the great 90s TV show. You know, when we were kids, we had the Wonder Years that looked at the 70s. Yes. Uh, you missed it. Hindsight got canceled. Check it out. No, there, there's going to be something. On VH1. I saw last night, I saw previews for a TV show coming out on ABC, I believe, called Schooled that takes place. Drama or comedy? Comedy. Mm-hmm. Take place. In the 90s. I want one of those one-hour-long Freaks and Geeks-style shows. Well, I kind of wanted the Wonder Years, that 70s show style, Have you looking noticed? back at that decade, sort of. This kind of this looks mostly awful, but because it's going to take place in the 90s... And it's on a I'm network. probably going to watch it to at least check it out. You missed one on Netflix that got canceled, too, this year. Okay. Um, it was just about a bunch of kids in the 90s. Um, like, they were pumped about, like, getting Oasis in their... By the mail, CD, whatever, uh, oh. Columbia House. Uh, that was on Netflix? Netflix. And what was the other one? Hindsight, you said? Hindsight was Still on VH1, on. and it got renewed, and then they decided not to renew it. Interesting. Oh, they pulled back. I was livid. My wife was even more like, don't even come near me right now. We were so into that show. We bought the first season on um, Amazon Prime. We just we watch it like I mean, once a month. You're <laughs> like 10 years younger than us. But but I think Tim is ahead of his time because I think the 90s nostalgia is going to start. You even brought it up. Uh Hootie and the Blowfish is going to be... Fuck, that was in my notes tonight. Where I just figured I would not get I'm to it. I'm going to that summer. show. Okay, I was going to tell you and your don't wife... Don't you think this is going to kick it off? No, because the 90s revival thing has been happening, and the Hootie thing no, has no, been... to make it popular. No, the it's 90s cool. revival thing has been happening for the last couple of years. Like, yeah, at, but why are shows getting canceled, then? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're saying as far as shows. Yeah. TV yes. shows. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. not talking on the music side. I'm talking yeah, 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 yeah. Because those have been super successful. I'm, I'm relating the music side to, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish is like, holy crap, they're going to tour this summer. And it's like, that's a huge, a huge deal. deal. That is because so Hootie. Won't that kick off something? No. I don't think so. I don't know. As I mean, far as TV goes, no, but musically, yes, it yes. should. Because the 90s, the 90s bit has been huge for the last couple of years, like... Oh, for sure. 
I mean, we saw better than Ezra at Ribfest. Well, and you then they just did went the. And saw who else at Ribfest? Oh, at Ribfest, um, uh, Sugar Ray, Ray and uh, Macy, Marcy Playground. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but they've been doing the I Love the 90s tours as well. Right. And and then um, uh, Art Alexis of Everclear did the Summerland. He created Summerland Tour, which is obviously it's going to be Everclear headlining. And then he takes somebody else, like a couple different bands with him every year. Marcy Playground? That actually was this year. No, this past year. And I had no interest in it because I'm like, okay, I've seen Everclear like three times now. Right. Finally. <laughs> and I'm like, twice, and you're younger than me. I'm like, the <laughs> the amount of, like, the opening band has to be pretty good right. nowadays. Like, it was lit the first time I saw them, and Sugar Ray. <laughs> That's a good show. Uh, I don't, Marcy Playground and Ever, okay, no. Lit. Okay. Lit, my own worst enemy. <laughs> yes, I had to think for a second. For whatever reason, I was thinking of... Uh, you make me miserable and all that. Yes, I know that. I But my initial, when you first said lit, I was thinking of Len, steal my... So oh. I'm like, you get excited about steal my sunshine? What if we had a proper festival, though? It's kind of an iconic 90s song, though. There should right. be like a, like a high-quality festival, like a Lollapalooza, that had like yes. Matchbox 20. That's a real oh. 90s band. Hootie. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's do like... Lit Eve Six, they had some bangers. Better than Ezra, right? And then it's all the bands live. That, yeah, all the bands that don't have songs yeah. like that are relevant now because like you could say Bush. Bl- you could say Blink One Eighty Two is a band of that era. True, but California was great. <laughs> it was so when they release they an album, this is still good. Yeah, they carried on Be- because Third Eye Blind put out an album last year, and who gives a fuck? Right, right. <laughs> it was terrible. Right. <laughs> Versus when Blink does it, they're different. They're still good. Yes, yes. Uh, my other point that uh, you made me think of when you were talking about, uh, you said Kristen Wiig is barely in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen the trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie, The Mule? Yeah. Yes. Apparently Bradley Cooper is in that. Is in he like, fully yes. starring in, in it, In, like, though? a prominent role, but they're not, like, mm-hmm. well, adver- they're keeping him in the background. Well, and you're wondering when is they it, run the trailers for it, right? Yeah. Is it because, like, Clint Eastwood is the star, so that's what they're the marketing guy towards? Argued with a chair for that a looks, Super Bowl commercial, but that movie looks really good too. I'm, Same. I'm really, I'm mm. gonna make make it a point to see that movie. Let me know how it is. My wife and I kind of agreed that we're gonna start trying to see more movies in theaters. Yeah, even though we have to drive an hour, which kind of sucks. Seeing movies in theaters is fun. Um, that's what airplane booze bottles were made for. Right. <laughs> for real. For sure. I mean, um, I brought <laughs> beers into theaters before. Same. And it's so dumb because, like, most cool theater chains now have a bar. Well, they do? Yeah. Okay, so... so like cl- like uh, Alamo Draft House has a bar straight up, and you just bring the beers in, and if you need something, you do a little... you. They kind of... S- they're observing you from the balcony, and if they see somebody filling out a checklist... And then you set the checklist in your little area. Somebody swoops in and grabs it and then comes Ooh. back a couple seconds later. Dude, that's just, I don't know. That's the perfect way to do of doing it. And then they come back with a fresh checklist in case you need something again later. But I brought beers into theaters. And you just go, while you're opening it, you just go. <laughs> <laughs> we never did that. We just go. And then we're like, what? What? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and then, then just, we were done, we were sitting away back, and then we just let go of the empty beer bottle. You know how all the were Yeah, yeah. They go, clink, clink, clink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I always just get um, bottles of either... Oh, man. See, like, I was always... When we go to movie theaters, I'm not the one that's actually doing the drinking, so I get, like, Bacardi. Okay. And my wife, like, we'll both get too big. She'll either get Coke and I'll get Sprite, and I'll just... She'll be like, here you go. She'll hand me the Coke, and I'll just start pouring in for her and hand it back to her. I'm like, I don't care. I'll get a beer with dinner later. You know? Like, you can get buzzed up. I'll drive. I volunteer. (laughs) I'll be the sober cab. And it's funny, because she gets mad halfway through. She's like, I gotta pee. I'm like, well, that's your own fault. <laughs> I like the cardstock that you used to. That was an accident. Print off our picks from last week. That was an accident. Uh, let's not bring up last week because I really sucked. Last you week. did, but it's really made it interesting because uh, you're yeah. still winning at 127. Yeah. Uh, I'm in second with 123. You guys only gained two points on me. And uh, Andy and Tim are. Uh, we're battling for third. You're battling. Right. Um, I'm, I'm five behind. Right? I actually, you're, you guys, you're you five behind. I thought that I thought it was going to be closer than this this week. Um, I didn't see the totals, but seeing where we all placed last week, I saw that. Uh, I mean, Tim, you had twelve right last week. I mean, you made up five on Adam. And and three on Andy and I. So I'm I thought, telling you, silver picking Tim is way better. I thought that you and Andy game. were going to be closer than five apart. Yet I thought you would. I thought I didn't know, realize his lead was eight on you going into it. Um, I'm rooting for you just because I think it'd be fun to have Andy have to do the 24 hour. Well, show. to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, like I will have to be there the full 24 hours regardless. As nah, we'll figure out a way. The current setup is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So it would kind of be okay if I lost. Um, I'm not trying to lose. I'm not tanking. I am definitely making real picks, as you can see. Yes, you <laughs> like, I had a decent week this you week. Had you, awesome. had, you had a great week. Uh, the only games you got wrong were the you picked the Colts, you picked the Packers, which we all did, and you picked the Panthers. Oh. So the only games you got wrong are the ones that we all – Right. I mean, we all picked the Colts, we all picked the Packers, we all picked the Panthers. Right. Uh you know, so you did very well. Yeah, and watch it. This so, week I picked the Browns and the Bills, which is, as we all call it, an Adam special. Yes, that was two weeks ago. And no, but that's what I did this week. This week I, I did. I did <laughs> so interesting thing about this week's picks. Yes. Um, I've got them laid out here. I brought Tim a sheet. Um, Thank I'll, you. I'll I get just them, it for the binder. Yeah, I'll get it tweeted out to our listeners here yet uh, today, tonight or tomorrow. But uh, out of all the games... We only picked two games different. Oh, Jesus Christ. But we none of us picked exactly the same. So out of them two games, we all have a different combination of winners. Got it. Uh, Andy and myself picked... So Andy picked the Panthers and Packers. I picked the Panthers and Falcons. Tim picked the Browns and Falcons. And Adam picked the Browns and the Packers. So we got two games different, but we each have a different combination of of those two yep. games. So uh, it, it, uh, I thought uh, it, it kind of amazed me that we did it that way, that we picked every other game exactly the same. So Tim's not going to make up much ground this week, if any. I mean, he's got a chance to... And you know what's funny is that we decided this week we're not going to do 
just so the listeners know, we're not going to do regular pick segments because it's boring right. to listen to. Right. And it takes forever, especially if we do it at the end. We're all a little bit juiced up. <laughs> um, that's, that's just the realness. Um, we're going to talk about the Vikings, and that's about it. But So we decided let's... Let's all do the picks pre-hand or whatever. We all have our picks made right now. Um, we texted them to each other. Uh, we'll take a picture. We'll tweet it. We'll Instagram it. Whatever. But what I think is funny is that we all sent our picks in to Corey, and he typed these up this week. And I didn't even look at your guys' picks. And it's all in a group chat right there. Did you guys, like, kind of scope out and, like, oh, he's picking these guys? or I, I didn't I even at, look. I looked at Andy's because... I was on this, okay, so I guess I was just fucking, I don't know what was wrong with me, and I'm like, you were drunk, no, it wasn't that, it was, and I'm like, Andy, Andy picked like, it was 10 o'clock on a Wednesday, yes, and, and I just, I'm like, Andy, you did this wrong, and he's like, no, I did it, and I'm like, wait, what week is it? Oh, that's right. You had confusion on what yes. what week NFL week it was. You were looking yes. at thirteen. We were picking I was, fourteen. I, was, I don't know what I was looking at, but I'm like, ah, crap! I'm on the wrong week. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I was looking at Andy's, but you didn't even look at ours, and you and not even a little bit. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I did it hours later. So, I I will admit that I thought it did cross my mind. I mean, really, all we want to do is not lose. I you, could, I could you pick. You could look at ours. I could pick, look at Tim's, and pick the exact same as Tim. There's no like because of how we're submitting them. There's, right. There's no reason to. There's no rule that says you can't. Just a guarantee right. that Go I. Ahead. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you guys want me to submit mine first next week, I don't have a problem with that. Nope. I got no issue. Right. So, no. I, but, but I, I obviously didn't because, and last week we did the same thing because we didn't have a show. But I looked at some of you guys' picks, and I just thought, well, that's wrong. Like, I could pick the same as Tim to guarantee he's not going to catch me, but I'm like, but he was wrong on this one, and I'd rather, I'd rather be right. I'd rather catch Adam and have bragging rights for being first. Last week, I was, like, all upsets, and I totally fucked a dog. I did. I mean, I got, what, seven right? You got the lowest one, I think, of yeah, us Yeah, you did. Tim got, Tim got but 12 right. But the reason right. why I did that was... For the first the time week, ever. Because the week before, I only got, like, two wrong. Yeah, so you, like, you did, you're you usually I, killing I it. totally fuck off. You're usually the one yeah. that kills it. Yeah. For some I, reason, this... Last yeah. week, I fucked up. It was fun. It was like, let's just risk it all and just go all underdogs. <laughs> it, it backfired. But it's fun doing that. <clears throat> right on. I'd say now would be a good time to take a break, but because some listeners say <laughs> when you take breaks, don't say that you're going to take a break. Just fucking do it. I'm not taking a break. I am going to get up, though. You do, we have anything, do we have anything else to add tonight? I mean, we could wrap it up for what I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Um, I thought we were going to pick the Vikings game. Oh, yeah. We could talk about the Vikings Locally, game. Yep. Yeah, fine. Doing. So the Vikings, A... Were you surprised by the Vikings' turnout against the Packers, the uh, Patriots? No, I wasn't surprised. You know what? Let's seriously... Come on, it's the Patriots. Go ahead. Talk um, amongst yourselves. I do have, like, three more quick hits that I want to get to. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Vikings, I mean, obviously they were going to Foxborough 
to take on arguably the greatest coach-quarterback combination in the history of the NFL. So I was not surprised by the outcome. Right. I actually thought it would be a little closer than it was, uh, but I thought our, I thought our defense would hold up a little better. I expected more of a 20 to 10 sort of outcome. Did, did you really ex- – I mean, for our defense, our, our defense is our highlight of our team, okay? Yes. Um, this is what I expected, really. I mean, our, our, our defense showed its strengths, but the Patriots are just so good on adjusting and through the game – and eventually they'll win by a two touchdowns or ten points. That's what I was. The outcome is what I expected. Right. So I'm not shocked about it. Um, <clears throat> my fucking biggest thing is what I've been saying basically all year is our offense coordinator is a fucking fake. Um. I don't like some of the play calling. I'll agree. I I know it's a bold statement, but that's yeah. So when they hired him, I think we were all convinced that he was a one year guy because he had done so well with Philadelphia that everyone thought that he was going to come here, be successful for a year, and then he was going to be a head coach. And they still talked about his being a head coach on the last game. But it's I, like, I, I, you guys watched the game I don't see that happening now. And part of me is encouraged by that because I think that maybe year two, he'll become a little more comfortable with it. Wait, we're gonna have him next year. I think we will. Oh, I don't think. I hope not. God, I hope not. I don't. I know you're talking about the OC, but the Philippi. Grandpa Zim's a Nazi. I'm, I'm kind of over it. I think that we're going to see a new offense or a new special teams coach. For sure. We have to. Prefer's yep. gone. Um, He's got to be. I, I'd really be surprised if we see a new OC. And I don't think we're gonna see a new head coach. I, I mean, no, I, he's no Zim's gonna be here for a while. I'm yep. just saying, in my mind. I'm sick you of the say guy. a while, but I think if the team comes out, so if the team finishes at best now, uh, say if they happen to win out and they end up finishing ten five and one, uh, great. Would that put us at NFC North champs? I would say so because yeah, that would mean to. that we end up beating the that we beat the Bears, Bears in the final gonna, week. Bears are going to lose to L.A. this Bears week. Bears are going to lose to the Rams this week, so I would say that would puts us as the NFC champs. Yeah. However, if this team comes out next year and we see a further slide downward, so last year they were, what, 13-3, and three, if I remember correctly, or was it 12-4? and four? No, I think it was 13-3. and 13-3 three. and three last year, so 10-5-1 and five and one this year, maybe at best. I'm probably thinking more... You don't win every game coming up, though. 9-6-1 nine, nine and, nine, and one is probably more likely this year at... And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised at 8-7-1. Not at all. Um, but, and then, so if next year is a 500 season, Zimmer's gone. 
Yeah. This team isn't yeah, moving sure. in the right direction. Yes. Because we have all the people that we need to be right. locked up. The for pieces th- should be in place. We, we locked them up for three years starting this year. So Except for the offensive line. There's one year left yeah. after him, after firing him. It's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, um, when, when you think about it, we have the most talented team that's, I mean, we're just undercoached. We're just, coaches got to start stepping up. Besides, okay, retract a little bit, the offensive line. Otherwise, everything else, we are basically, we're, we're, we look good talent-wise. We have a very talented, very talented. team. The offensive line is, is horse shit. Uh, defensive has, has had some struggles this year. In the early part. And so... I like I said. I I think that Filippo's back next year. D Filippo's back. Where's Norvat not. these days? He is in the league still. North Carolina or North Carolina. Panthers. Yeah. Yep. Um, I wonder. See, that's what I mean. Like somebody who is as capable and as good as he is, I think you just you couldn't get along with Norv. Or Zimmer. Zimmer. But Shermer was an awesome Sorry. offensive coordinator. Yes. I miss him. I would love to have him back, but, I mean, that's what happens with good OCs and DCs. They end up being head coaches. That's just the way of the league. I'm telling you, it's going to come down to, we're going to see a book about this in 20 years. Like, Max Zimmerman was just too much of an asshole to work for because it's, football was his whole life, and it is. Yep. That's all he cares about, and he's Mr. No Fun Ever. Like, right. He doesn't celebrate a win ever. Great. That's what I that's want a coach, though. That's <laughs> That's yeah, what I want to coach. Is, Belichick is proven. And maybe That's in 10 years, Zimmer will yes. be there. Yeah. But Belichick's first gig was Cleveland. Okay. I don't. I believe you. I he do. was fired. Yeah. You're like, great, it's, Tim, it's you weird. believe facts. It's, it's great, weird. Tim, you believe facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird how it goes. I mean, that's why I say that. It's like, yeah. NFL's you know, weird. It so is. that being said, what are your thoughts on the Vikings game this week? Oh, they're so, going to lose. So they, they went to the East Coast, and now they're going to travel to the West Coast. Yes. Monday night against the Seahawks, yep. who decimated the 49ers, which are they are a an awful terrible team. Terrible team. They're right. They're a terrible team, but go before that, who the Seahawks play? I mean, they're, they're they've been They've been good lately, yes. They're, they're starting to get the momentum, and they're, they're going to... If you'll They'll get to the playoffs, and they will exceed in the playoffs. <laughs> Where if the Vikings get to the playoffs, they're one and done. If you'll... If. 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 You look at the list, officially, I picked that you can see this list on at Pilsner Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> officially, I picked the Seahawks to win. However, as we're talking right now, I picked the Seahawks to win <laughs> this week I, against the Vikings. <laughs> I agree. So if the Vikings lose to the Seahawks this week, they're going to have to win out to have a chance of making the playoffs. Oh, I, for sure. I am so cheering for the Vikings to win, though, obviously. Lose. I think it's a if must. They lose. It's If you want the season to continue, it's a must win. So this they've week. got the Dolphins a, at home. You have to win this week. And Dolphins aren't a cush team. The Dolphins at home, they got D- Detroit. Yep. And in Bears. But where's the Detroit game? Is it in Detroit? This it's, I don't know. 
But they got the, the Lions and then they got the Bears at home. Lions are terrible now. Yeah. Uh, no, you can walk over the Lions. They gave up Golden Tate to the, the Eagles. Like, are, are the Browns terrible? Uh, the Lions are the new Browns. Again, no, remember when not. the Lions didn't win a game? <laughs> What's that, terrible. four or five years ago? They're not terrible. They're bad. No, they're not. They're not They've terrible. given up on their coach. There's a whole locker room thing there that, uh, what's his name, Patricia? From Belichick's coaching yeah. tree. Yes. He's now the head coach. Nobody has ever been part of the Belichick coaching right. tree yeah. and gone somewhere else and been successful. Correct. They, I, I can't think of one. Right. That's no. That's Josh ba- McDonald has left and come back like 17 times. I've heard people who are paid to talk about sports talk about this, and you are yes. 100% correct. Right. Yes. 100%. That, you are. I I hope though that this dude in Detroit figures it out. Like I wouldn't mind seeing them being like a sort of relevant team, but we're a little bit better than them. Right. And let's get the Bears back to being shitty again. That would be nice. And then just have the Packers be uh, a little bit better than us. Let's get back to normal, uh, guys. Let's let's <laughs> go to seventies normal where the Packers were in the dumps. I would like to see them down. Everything's got to balance out. I would like to see the Packers have about 10 years of awful quarterback play. Same, yeah. Guy I work with is reading a Brett Favre book right now. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the Brett Favre book. Um, And he just, every day, he gives me a stupid update, unwarranted. He goes, hey, this is what Brett's doing now. (laughs) And I go, you get to to the Jen Sturger part yet? And he had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) I go, look it up. And and I go, go, is he a Jet yet? He goes, oh, he's already on the Vikings at this point. I'm like, okay. Okay. What? So they skipped over it. He's like, what are you talking about? And I go, look up Jen Sturger, Brett Favre. Google those two phrases. Or those two words, or those two names. And he does, and he goes, oh, looks like he was sending some pictures. Yes. So, okay, here's the thing. He goes, Brett Favre, according to this book, hooked up with a lot of women. So did his dad, and so did his grandpa. He told me that. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, it got to the point where it was annoying in this book to read about how flirtatious he was. Like, apparently Brett Favre was like a huge womanizer. Well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> My most disappointing thing about the Jen Sturger debacle was in the early days of wasn't even the early days. It was on Facebook. I put cuz he was with the Jets when that happened. Yep. So I said, that can't be Brett's penis because it has a purple helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and like I just remember that there was like no response to it at all. What's my fantasy team Crickets. name in your league? The right Purple now? Helmets. <laughs> Sometimes social media really disappoints me. So the other thing today or yesterday, somebody put on Facebook that they were thinking about buying their child a hoverboard for Christmas and wanted input from other parents. And I put, they're dangerous. Back in 2015, a gang crashed into the <laughs> courthouse at Hill Valley on their hoverboards. I yes. wouldn't advise them. And, like, yes, nobody, like, liked it, commented, nothing. Like, yeah, get your back to the future. Too. Exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. like, but nothing. I'm like, you people are lame. <laughs> Some days people are just idiots. That's why I'm Most. not on Facebook. <laughs> All right. Quick thing I wanted to get to. I can get through these yes. quickly. Uh, 
weed as of today is legal in Michigan. Congratulations, Michigan. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Today, Thursday. Uh, proud of you guys. Good for you. Hopefully yes. Minnesota sends behind you. Um, Burger King is now doing an uh, online app service. Uh, you can order ahead if you go to Burger King. And to promote it, to kick it off, they are doing what they're calling the detour. That's a special on there where you can get a Whopper for a penny if you order it from a McDonald's. I've heard that. What? Yes. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Go wait. to a McDonald's within 600 feet. So just go to the McDonald's parking lot. Okay. Open up your Burger King app. Order a Whopper. It's only going to cost you a penny. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That is the most power move I've ever heard. Speaking of um, the modern technology at fast food restaurants, I went to a McDonald's in Wichita. Yeah. And they actually had the (laughs) the like robotic where you can order yourself at the kiosk. Yeah. And I didn't see that. I walked in. All I was getting, so I was with uh, uh, insured, and we were. Just getting coffee. So we went in, and I went up to the counter and ordered, like, three coffees. And the girl working was, like, annoyed that I skipped the kiosk and came and asked her, like, I'm like, whoa, sorry that I skipped the robot that's taking your job. I'll go back, and we can just eliminate you from this process. Well, I mean, I can imagine if there's pay at the pump and somebody comes in and asks me a question. Fuck you, just pay at the pump. <laughs> yeah, but some people like to pay at the pump. No, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. $125 charged to their debit card. <laughs> no, for sure. Right. Um, and then the last thing I had on there was uh, Friends will still be on Netflix this year. Uh, Netflix reportedly paid $100 million to keep Friends on for another year, whereas most reports I'm actually learning they only paid $80 million. Regardless, that's only for one more year of it being on the street. They were going to get rid of it, but too many people complained when they found wow. out they were dropping it. That is insane. It's not... It's insane, and then it isn't insane when you think about how much money Netflix takes in on a monthly basis. With a roughly 52 million annual s- subscribers. Yeah, but they just throw money around like it's going crazy. Right. Yeah, okay. So, so like, it was, it was a huge news story, but... I don't think it's that big of a number for them. I don't think so either. But, I mean, talking about Netflix, there was another news story this week about some movie that some studio spent like $100 million making this movie and realized it's that the it was latest a... latest Scorsese one. I know what you're talking about. And they realized it was a giant turd that wasn't going to do shit in the theaters. It's starring DiCaprio. Yes, so they turned around and sold it to Netflix for $100 million, mm-hmm. as opposed to putting it out in theaters. Okay, but what I want to get with um, my can point... I, can I yeah, go ahead. Thing. Netflix. If you're going to pay that much for friends. Fucking Annie up for scrubs. God damn it. Really? <laughs> yes. They don't have scrubs on there anymore? They don't have scrubs on Netflix anymore. You know what else pisses me off that isn't on, like, Netflix or Hulu or anything like that? Uh, Reno 911. Oh, dude. That's Viacom. You're fucked. This is, this is the problem. You're okay. Right. Okay, so right. before we get into that for a second, though, I think because... I remember when Friends first came to Netflix streaming, like, I was just moved into my house before it was rebuilt. So this was a long time ago. It was New Year's Eve, and I 
Megan went to bed, and I just stayed up and watched like almost the entire first season because I was so pumped that I was watching it, and I didn't have to put a DVD in. Yes. They were paying roughly $30 million a year for that, and then the deal is now coming to an end, and that was four or five years ago. Now, that was $30 million a year then. Now it's like $80 million for one year. That makes me think that Warner Media, who owns it, they're going to launch their own streaming service soon. So they charged a buttload for it for the temporary status, got a bunch more money, and that's just helping them create their streaming service because Warner Media is is owned by AT and T, who also owns, uh, just bought Turner, which is TBS, True TV, and a couple other things. So I feel like a new streaming service is about to emerge, and you're gonna you're gonna hear about it cool. soon. Like this year. In 2019, you're going to see Disney launch theirs. Yep. You're gonna, they're going to launch their platform. So you're going to see all of the ABC, if there is any ESPN stuff on Netflix, gone. All the Marvel shit's going to slowly disappear yes. because they have a couple more years left on it. But that's going to slowly disappear. No Pixar shit's ever going to be on Netflix again. Yeah. And guess what? Netflix has proven with its originals it can handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so yes. much good... Like, Netflix is as good to me as HBO. I will yes. uh, I will still pay $13 a month for totally Netflix. Totally agree with you on that. Even I'm paying 15 for HBO. I'll pay 13 for Netflix. It's worth it. Um, that show we were talking about that I said that was canceled after year one, it just came to my head. Everything sucks. That's the show that was okay. about the 90s. Okay. And is this still on there? Season one, yeah. Yeah. It got canceled after one season, but there's, like, petitions on petitions to keep it going. So is it going to end up like Freaks and Geeks? I think so. It's not anywhere as nearly as good as Freaks and Geeks. But... I watched like Freaks and Geeks live now? on NBC. Hey, Did you? 20 years from now? Worry. Yeah, I watch... I watch not all of Freaks and Geeks. Right. Live. I remember watching it on Saturday yes. nights. Because I'm like that, I, I remember. Yeah, it got moved. Oh, okay. I remember okay. seeing that shit at like seven o'clock on Saturday nights and being real young and watching that. And I'm like, this is pretty good. And that it was good. I saw like four it was episodes. Ahead of its time, really. Yeah, I only saw like four or five episodes of it total, live while it was on the air still. So we don't have tonight's football game on, but uh, can I just give something kind of funny? Oh. Uh, we all lost. <laughs> J- uh, the Titans are beating Jacksonville thirty to nine. Skull Titans in the fourth yep. quarter. Uh, Derrick Henry, two hundred and seventeen yards and four touchdowns. Oh my god! On Andy's fan, on Andy's fantasy team, forty five point seven points for one guy oh. with eleven. With the 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. I hope he's still in the game. On Andy's bench. No! Oh, man. 45 points from a running back in fantasy football. Oh. Oh. I feel you, Andy. I feel you. Here's to you, Andy. Suck my dick, Andy. (laughs) That's really all I had for this week, guys. I got nothing. Let's oh let's God. leave it on Andy being a terrible fantasy football owner. 
We're just going to hit play on the first thing that isn't a lullaby. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Hey, is next week 69? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>